You guys know I love Gooder sunglasses. I've been wearing them for years. Uh, I've, I've been collecting them basically at this point because, you know, they got all these different styles and they're so affordable. They're 25 bucks a pair. They're, there's no slip, no bounce. They're all polarized. They're, they're fun. You, you know, you have one pair for the beach. You have one pair for riding your bike. You have one pair to maybe go out to a, you know, a, a club. I don't know, a day club. Do you go to day clubs? That doesn't sound like a right thing to do. Uh, hey, they got a new frame, though. This is what I'm here to talk about. The Pop G. Pop art for your face. It's it's fashion. It's fashion on your face, guys. No slip, no bounce, just like all the other types of pairs. But uh, these are cool. Like, I want to I get a pair myself. Like, I, I have too many already, but I, I feel like I need to get these also. Vanguard Visionary, New Wave Renegade, Born to be Envied, Pop Art Prodigy, the mod one out. It sounds like the Pop G is a whole group of styles, so you can get all these different frames within the Pop G family. So that's pretty cool. Check those out, guys. Uh, and, you know, if you need sunglasses, this is the way to go. You don't have to worry about losing them. They're, they're 25 bucks, and, uh, you know, you, you just grab another pair if you need them. But uh, like I said, I've been collecting them because uh, I can't get enough of these Gooder sunglasses. If you want to support our show and try a pair, Gooder is giving Never Not Funny listeners free shipping. You can go to Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Again, that's Gooder.com slash Pardo and use the code Pardo for free shipping. Hey, guys. Jimmy Pardo here to talk to you about PXG. Now, listen, I wore this shirt uh, at a, a golf outing recently. and it, the, the way I described it is that uh, I felt like I wasn't wearing a shirt. That's how comfortable this thing was. PXG makes great golf clubs. We all know that. But what they also do is make great apparel. Uh, it's made with premium materials, technology designed for peak performance. Didn't help my performance, but I looked good. That's the important thing. You want to look good better than, than the way you golf. Is that a thing? PXG has something for everybody. Pants, polos, sweaters, hats, quarter zips, joggers, jackets, dresses, skirts, everything you could want. I loved it. Uh, I've got a second shirt that I can't wait to wear when I go golfing a second time, if my body allows me to. But, you know, I'll tell you what, with these shirts, I might as well just walk around the clubhouse and let people take a look at me and go, look at that stylish-looking guy, but his golf game is on point. Literally, they know. No, it's not. Hey, elevate your style game on and off the course with PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com slash pardo. Use code pardo at checkout and save 10% on all apparel. That is pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo to save 10% on apparel. pxg.com slash pardo. Code pardo. PXG, grip it and wear it. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. We're podcasters. He's a host, baby. Keep him coming, big boy. I'm sorry, broth you hate broth. That's Flim Flam. This ain't no comedy show. Well, kind of it. I bought hot dogs. Love it. Love it. Love it. My favorite. tape it's the fastest hour in podcasting this is never not funny now here's your host jimmy pardo hey hello everybody indeed welcome into the program i'm I, just like me behind a mask uh this uh, 
There it is. There's the beep. Okay. Welcome in. Hey, hello, everybody. Indeed, welcome to Never Not Funny, uh, episode 30. Oh, correct. 30, uh, 30, uh, uh, 13? Uh, close. 14. Yep. 3014. Well, uh, happy birthday is something that my mind just wanted to say, and that doesn't help at all. <laughs> all right, so here's the deal. So the bandages are off. Yep. The uh, the uh, sky it's still a little it's still a little raised, still a little red because of uh, you know the the, the uh, procedure. Uh, but here it comes. You ready? All right. It's exciting. I, I feel like I need to move this way so I can it's, see. Uh, it's very it's very exciting. It's very uh, it's fresh. Uh, there it is. Wow. It's not bad, right? Yeah. I, I definitely, in my head, was like, don't go, uh, don't go, uh, and then I didn't have to go, uh. It's, um, it, it's it interesting like... in how it it, it, it kind of goes right along the line of my uh, eye a little bit, like the way yeah. that my eye is shaped. Right. And then it uh, it kind of looks like a shadow from like it, mm-hmm. it, at certain times. Or, but it's, uh, or maybe, maybe you slept a little funny last maybe night. Maybe you slept a little funny, yeah. exactly. But it's going to calm down. You think? Yeah, and if it, you know what? And if it doesn't, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? I'm a, yeah, you'll be that guy. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm a 32 year old man. <laughs> <laughs> the, the business has passed me by. Uh, everybody that watches this show knows who the fuck I am. Who cares? Yeah. Right? And if I have to go and do a, you know, the knock on wood, some gig comes along, right? For television or movies or Broadway, you yeah. gotta put a little pancake on it and cover it up. Sure. Just get the uh, whole thing done. Get, you know, get some plugs, get some uh, fake pecs implants, uh, oh, maybe butt implants. Well, you don't need the butt implants. You no, I don't. I got plenty, I got set a, back plenty there. of caboose back there. No <laughs> question about that. Um, would, uh, there are some there are some things I would not mind if I uh, if, if, if I met a plastic surgeon that went, uh, hey, listen, open house. <laughs> I've, I've got some things. But then I, don't you have to like well, there's certain things I think you then you have to kind of go into hiding for a month. Right. Don't you have to something yeah. like that? Like uh, just uh, or just be like, hey, I did this. So this is what I look like for a little while. That's another way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I do it that way. (laughs) But but it would be why not? Because, uh, yeah, you're you're on camera here. And uh, when you do, you're going back to on the road. So when you're standing in front of people, they see what you look like. And if you suddenly don't look the same way you look. Right. I mean, I'm not saying everyone should like advertise it. But I did. I saw Mike Myers on Colbert last night, like a clip of it. And I was like, uh, he should have put out a press release and just be like, hey, uh, uh, this is what my face is going to look like. Oh, did, does he? Did he have some, uh, some <laughs> I, business? I don't, I don't even know. I maybe I think so. It's something's something's different. He, I he, thought he just got puffy. He has no wrinkles, and it's 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 so, odd. So he's got filler. He's using yeah. Filler. I, I think I think that's what. It, but but he did. You know, maybe gained a little weight. Uh, you know, he, yes, he's he looks puffy, and maybe that would explain the lack of wrinkles. But it's a, uh, I don't know. It's it's. It's like he's a walking Photoshop. It looks like you know what, someone just took took all the the lines out. Now that you say that, the last time I saw Mike Myers was a photograph. Mm-hmm. You understand? And I agree exactly with what you just said. He's like a walking Photoshop. Yeah. Listen, I mean, we're all in our fucking heads, man. We're all mm-hmm. trying to sure, you know, look nice or think we look nice. But yeah, you, know, you go too far, you get that Joker. You know what I mean? You end up uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, not looking great, not good. By the way, there's a uh, uh, you know how we were obsessed with uh, not good, Bob. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it not great? Not great. Uh, is it not great? They might be not good. Karen, look that up from the Mad Men. I always want to say not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. Not good, Bob. I think it's not great, Bob. Look it up, Gavin. Don't fucking guess. I am. It's 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 pre filling. It. I'm asking you not to guess. I'm looking for <laughs> not it. great, Bob. Not great. Yeah. Okay, isn't it? I think look on YouTube. There's got to be a. Uh, I think somebody clicked that. The, the craziest part is. So many things happened on Mad Men over the seasons that I don't even remember the context. I know that they were at the elevator. They're in the uh, they're in the elevator. 
right? Uh, yeah, and I know. How's your, how's your day going? Not great, Bob. Yeah, but I don't know why he said it anymore. Yeah. If I totally forget. All right, here it comes. Here's I also here. don't know who, was it Pete who said it? It's Pete. Yeah. It's the greatest, maybe the greatest line reading in the history of Hollywood. It's, it's so great. Uh, but the reason I, it's even better than I remember it's it. so good. I gotta be honest, it's better than I remember Who's it. Who's the other actor? I forget. Who was that standing in the elevator? Um, it's not one of the regular guys. Good question. It's not Rich. It sounded like Rich at first, and then when uh, he got it, closer. No, it's, a, it's not Rich. It's, it's a bald fella, right? No. No, it's... it's, it's it, it 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 could be Rich's stand-in. It, oh. he, it's the same kind of. Wait, is it the Shazam guy. guy? Was the Shazam guy on it for a minute? Who's the Shazam? Shazam guy? Zach Levy? Zach, Le- yeah, Zachary Levi. No. Okay. He's was not, he? He's like uh, Maisel. Right, man. I know. I knew he was in a period. Sorry, <laughs> 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 I pictured him in period garb. He's over there on the Maisel now. Yeah, he played a plays a doctor. Good yeah, he was a guy that she was sort of, I guess, romantically involved yeah. with, and then it didn't work out. Uh, Spoiler alert. Oh, she's not married anymore. <laughs> Well, uh, well, no, this was a different guy that she was never married to. Yeah, but, uh, but her, her her not being married anymore is like episode one or episode yes, two. I know. That was my joke. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> that was my, uh, it wasn't really, a joke's a strong word. <laughs> well, it's, it's it's a confusing, if you've watched more of it, it's confusing because of, I won't say anything else, but like what happens in that relationship is more complicated too, so... Well, all relationships are complicated. No question about that. Especially when you have a child. The reason I brought that up was uh, uh, I listened to Roto-Wire Sports. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Sometimes I might drive in on on uh, any given day. This is a a fantasy thing. Fantasy. uh, And and, uh, uh, this other guy, uh, I forget his name. He's out of Chicago. He's a, bless you. Al Capone. Uh, No, it's not Al Capone, (laughs) but that's a good guess. That's a very good guess. What if you did Walter Payton? No. Uh, uh, Scotty Pippen. No, no. Michael, Michael Jordan. No. Mm. Paul Kedergo. No. Mark, Mark Grace. No. Uh, he, um, what was my point? You were listening to Roto. Oh, so I listened to that because, you know, you set, you set rosters. Uh, if you don't have daily moves, you set them on Monday and yeah. so on. So I listened to them to kind of get the expert advice, even though it's, uh, you know, I, I, can look on the, I can look on the internet as well. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's one guy, I forget which guy it is. Uh, but when he he will uh, he'll go oh well, let's take a look at how Harrison Bader's doing oh oh not great Bob he quotes it <laughs> oh that's funny and you know I I don't know his co-host is Todd Zola who's a great guy um, and um, I, nobody ever nobody ever says what is that well like, but it's like, huh. nobody oh, it's, ever goes so who's it, Bob it's like it's like Howard Stern going hey now like he's done it so much it's now his thing yeah. instead of from something yeah, else yeah yeah but uh but I he did it just even today on my drive-in and I I always like what he does it nice um in full disclosure that was about uh uh, uh Mariners off field uh, I believe is who we said it about uh not uh not Harrison Bader <laughs> I'm just taking a second to erase that from my memory bank because yeah. I do not need to know it. Well, nobody, nobody needs to know it except for the one asshole that was also listening to this at the same time. Right. And then goes, uh, Mr. Pardo, I love the show, but uh, point of order, it was... Uh, <laughs> what is he, Hell's Angel? Uh, is that how Hell Angels talk? <sighs> He's referencing the live stream from yeah. yesterday. Did I do that as a character of them? No, 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 no. Remember Elliot told the story about when he was editing a documentary about the Hell's Angels and they were surprisingly like nitpicky about the Robert's rules of order. Oh, right. Yes. Even yes, yes. as, even as they were like insulting Jews and black people. <laughs> right. And again, it, not to talk too much about the live stream, but uh, as a reminder, all bikers 
are selling meth and in human trafficking. Yeah. All of them. Yes. Every single biker. Yeah. Is, you see somebody on a bike and you go, oh, he's a big teddy bear. Nope. He's selling meth and he's moving bodies. I'm sorry, sir, but I'm selling cleaning products. He's doing a lot of callbacks to the thing. Yeah, we don't remember the thing. You got to know that we don't remember the, <laughs> I the remember, thing we I, do. I recall that gentleman. That's, uh, that's uh, Clayton Atomy, I want to say is his name, uh, which I always think looks like Clayton Academy. And that's, <laughs> and that's the only reason I yeah. not the only reason I remember his name. He's yeah. quite a character, but I mean. Clayton Motorcycle Cleaning Academy. Yeah. <laughs> um, he you learned uh, how to clean your motorcycle. There was, I think there's something in the Texas. There's a, is there a sports chain called the Academy or the. Sports Authority. Atomy. No, it's not that. It, it's got an interesting name, but it reminds me of whenever I see Clayton's name in a hmm. Zoom or something, it reminds me of that. Anyhow, uh, that just brings up the point. We had a nice live stream on Sunday uh, for those that are at the uh, those specific levels. And you could always join those anytime you want to join those. Uh, and then, therefore, you don't have to hear us explain Elliot's callback to something. <laughs> you will get it because you go. You were there. Yeah. And, and you were there. Um, also, and I said this on the live stream on Sunday, I had a nice uh, um, Flappers virtual show on Friday. Mm-hmm. A nice group of people coming. As I said uh, on uh, yesterday as well, diminishing returns are happening on that. Is yeah. The world is basically opening. It's open. The, the world's back open. People and, uh, don't care that the numbers are up. They're just like, uh, we're, we're done. I mean, this has been the case for, for a couple months, I feel like. People are just like, oh, you're done, COVID. I don't care if you still exist. I will go back to my normal life. Well, but, you know, part of that is, you know, some doctors say that. Like, we got to live life and just, yeah. you know, let it you know, let it become the common cold or whatever. Well, I'm certainly doing that because I just had it. So I feel like I have a little extra protection. And yeah, we're, yeah. we're talking about other people. I know. I'm, I'm trying to be mindful of the fact that other people don't get to live my freewheeling 60s style life. <laughs> um, I, I, I said it be, uh, anyway, let me finish the thought on yeah. the, uh, um, the people that show up are great. They're, yeah. they're great. And as, again, I know I'm repeating myself to a certain group of people, but what's the premise of my live streams of those Jimmy Pardo shows is that I, uh, uh, Jose introduces Oliver. Oliver uh, makes a joke at my expense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I then come out and just kind of talk stream of conscious for a while. Then I chit chat with Jose and then I say, all right, Jose, let's pick people at random uh, who we talk to. Uh, the numbers have gotten so low that I think I've spoken to everybody yeah. in there. Uh, luckily, we found a couple uh, that were uh, were new and fresh oh, cool. uh, this time, which was very, very nice. But uh, I have one more planned uh, in June. I've got a June date planned for uh, a virtual. Then we'll see. We'll see from there. We'll mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, the re- they're easy. The reason to do it's just really it's ego is what it comes down to. It's ego of am I comfortable showing up? And it's that few people, yeah. although everybody that runs the virtual shows tells me that even though that few people is a great turnout. Yeah. So, you know, but the truth is, if I talk to everybody, then what do I, where, where's the magic of what I got to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, well, well, then you got to start doing material and, and you don't want to do nobody that. wants yeah. that. I guarantee it. And nobody guarantees you find out the chain of the sports store in Austin, Texas. Oh, you said Austin. There's one called Academy Sports. It's not that, right? Academy. That's it. Okay. I, for some for some reason. No, I guess why? Clayton. All right. Fuck. Who cares? Um, <laughs> Clayton's already gotten too much. Attention. He got attention yesterday. Now he's getting more attention on the the, the show itself. It's that's crazy. That's what happens when you're a character. It's when you speak in a aggressive, high-pitched tone that makes everyone <laughs> think you're mad at them. That's what happens. He's very aggressive. No question about it. You know why? Because he's, he's got a motorcycle. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> his, his hearing is shot from riding that loud This hog. is how I talk. Yeah. He's over the over the sound of the motor. Yeah. That's exactly right. It's like he didn't. He just stopped adjusting it back to normal when he got off the bike. Because uh, maybe he's on there so much. He's... 
that's the re- that's his normal life, and being off of it is strange to him. If you mm. you've never ridden a motorcycle, no. Well, mini bike. If you you did a mini bike as a kid, I, I, I would imagine. I think I've ridden on the back of my friends, uh, like yeah, uh, moto. What do you call it? Like an off road motorcycle. All right. Where do you, where where did you hang on to? Just out of curiosity, did you go around the waist? Uh, no, that felt uncomfortable. Uh, so I grabbed onto the shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Just that weird. The, yeah, that's weird too, right? Yeah. But uh, but you can't when you're 16, you can't wrap your arms around your friend's torso uh, in any way. That's, you can't. I know. Unless you're, I mean, no, I don't think anyone that age is is that comfortable with their sexuality. But uh, at that age, it's very. It just feels way too <laughs> intimate and weird. And I think it's even weird. It's weird it's just because yeah. it's right around the gut. I think it, you know, I, I sometimes you see like people on scooters in Europe and it's like, it seems more accepted there because the scooters are a bigger part of life. Right. Uh, maybe. Uh, or I don't know. They're just more comfortable with themselves. They don't think of it that way. I'm, I'm a very like, uh, we're very puritanical. At least I feel like I grew up in a very uh, repressed puritanical. No hugs for Matt Bellner. <laughs> yeah. Well, hug. No. Yes. Hugs. But hugs always mean something i think that's the key thing oh. is the opposite it's like you don't just put your arms around somebody unless it's like unless it means something you're, you're doing an embrace of some yeah. sort. yes i see no it means you're you're gonna marry them oh, <laughs> that's, the that's it specifically that's yeah. the only well i mean obviously it. your parents are siblings but other uh, obviously yeah. obviously that, that that was a weird thing when moving to la and everybody hugs each other when they see each other yeah. and just what the what why why is that a thing i met you twice elise was telling me that um so Taylor Swift gave the commencement uh, address at NYU this year. Just just happened last week, and uh, when she when she was like, ex- they gave her an honorary degree or something. And uh, so like when this you know stuffy dean was with his robes and his stupid hat or whatever the hell they wear uh, was presenting it to her. You know the 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 traditional method of doing that is you hand it and then you sh- you shake hands right but she's in show business so she went to hug him uh, and it was all super awkward because he was like what hugs hug from celebrity i don't know what to do right <laughs> which i just i think that's funny well take a look at the video if you want you can laugh at that yourself <laughs> <laughs> i may have over- i didn't even see it myself so i may have just oversold it to you um no i'm not oversold i, I it sounds good to me yeah i'll never look at the video i did you know here's the thing i saw it and didn't click on it Hmm. Um, Colin just had a nice joke about it uh, over the weekend on Saturday Night Live. That's correct. Yeah, he did. did. What was his joke? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the setup, but the punchline was like, "If you break up, what what was the setup? You never get over it. It was like, no, it's like the... uh, she's gonna be, yeah, oh, man. It was, it was, it was something referencing the fact that like, if if you're in a relationship with Taylor Swift, she will." Uh, <laughs> She will never let you forget it 20 years later or something. Yeah, it was, uh, but it was a good joke. Yeah. It was good. Uh, a lot of good jokes on the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then some other stuff. Um, the, I've uh, got thoughts about that episode, man. What do you got? Go ahead. Uh, I'm, inter- I'm interested to hear because uh, my, uh, my family was a buzz with thoughts. I, uh, I I admit that memory is, is faulty and flawed. Like hu- human memory doesn't work uh, that well at all, honestly, especially mine. But in the history of my life, this show is one year younger than I am. It's it's hmm. it's 46 years old. I'm 47 years old. I've watched it since I was 10. And I do not ever remember it being so 
unabashedly sentimental about people leaving. You, people used to leave and you didn't even know until the next September. But were they, uh, here's where I'm, I'm throwing up a devil's advocate. Yeah. Were they people that were there the, the uh, length of time that, these people That's were. what I was trying to remember. Well, it, it, certainly people used to leave more quickly and, and not of their own accord, <laughs> usually. <laughs> I was trying to remember when Phil Hartman, like someone like Phil Hartman leaving, they may have done, I, I my memory, and I could be wrong, my memory is they did something in the goodbye part. They didn't do like a, a sketch to say goodbye to him. Right. That I recall. I could be completely wrong about that. Or Jan Hooks or like maybe when Dana Carvey or Mike Myers left or like there, there were people who were hugely important to the show. I know Will Ferrell leaving. That's more recent. And I think they maybe did something. I don't know if they did a sketch. I think they did something in, in the end of it. Like a, like a memorial kind of a. But I guess my general point. Yeah. My, my, my basic point about it is like. Saturday Night Live used to be anti-sentimental. Like they, their their role in society was to make fun of sentimentality, to, to make fun of the kind of thing that they did three to four times this this past episode. And it just seems like I was waiting for somebody to like, you know, like pop the balloon of that because it just felt felt wrong to me. It felt like this isn't this show. It just felt like it got soft. Like it, it's like you've all gotten soft and and. And weird about like something that's that's not really what the the point of this show is. And I and I like these people. I I like A.D. Bryan a lot. I like Kate McKinnon a lot. I like I, I like I know a lot of people don't like Kyle Mooney. I do like but Kyle Mooney. To, to the, and he got nothing. He got nothing. <laughs> he, oh. he got like a one like Easter egg line in a sketch about him like something and, about eight years. And you're being uh, I think you're being uh, very kind <laughs> to say that. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I, I did not mind. Here, I did not mind the case. I don't know if I agree with you uh, okay. entirely. All right. uh, I, uh, but I do think the show has gotten a little. I don't want to say soft because, uh, but I think I don't mean it. This, I don't mean that in the like right wing asshole way. Yeah, but I do think the second that Kate McKinnon played Hallelujah on the piano, yes. the tone changed for that show. I agree, and that. Mm. Uh, but I, I actually liked them saying goodbye to her mm-hmm. um, in the opening sketch. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it was weird, though, that she showed up in a sketch later because <laughs> it's like, we've already said goodbye to you, toots. Yeah. Get the fucking bricks. Yeah. Uh, the Eddie Bryant one was just fucking unnecessary. <laughs> uh, and as a reminder, bitch is not a punchline. Let's just uh, address that right now. Uh, and then uh, 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 Pete Davidson gets to do. Guy uh, was in seven sketches in ten, <laughs> eight years. Why are we? We're giving this guy a fucking. Uh, yeah. He's allowed to give a monologue saying goodbye because he's banging Kim Kardashian. It's fucking ridiculous. And then my boy Kyle Mooney <laughs> gets nothing. Yeah. He gets nothing but looking sad in the goodbyes <laughs> at the end of the show. My DVR cut off before they cut off in the middle of the goodbyes. So I didn't even get to see that part. He uh, he looked like when they were doing. I know you don't like hugs, but they, they were <laughs> when they were doing the group hugs at the end. He looked genuinely sad. Like yeah. he looked like. Can you fucking believe I'm leaving? Garen, did you watch it? It looks like you have I thoughts on that. that a boy. Then quit staring but weirdly. No, I was wondering if they, <laughs> they were doing this because they've all gone through the pandemic together. Maybe they wanted to have that more of a. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a good point. Because you know what? That's, that's a good point, too. Her playing the piano shifted it, and then pandemic yes. also shifts. Mm. Right. Uh, so everybody call. Yeah, everybody kind now of. Now quit staring weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> I do think everybody like feels different, and th- th- like they went through it in a different way because they do a live show and they came back and were working under very odd circumstances, even more so than a lot of other places in show business. Like it was yes. extremely un- unusual the way they had to work, but I still think. I'm with you. I think Kate McKinnon playing Hallelujah was was the moment when the show went, 
it doesn't have to be funny as long as it's meaningful. And I'm like, mm. bullshit. This is a fucking comedy show. It is. A, I, I don't disagree with that. Uh, I, I thought that this particular episode had some funny business. It did. To it. it did. At the same time. I mean, it's always it always it's, you know, it's uh, it's got the clunkers. I, I'm always our I household. Don't, I don't want a clunker if it's fun, if it's trying to be funny. Yeah, one of them was uh, one we really missed. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I guess I mind it, but I just mean like. No, no, I know what you mean. I, you'd rather that than I'd rather that than and then just sort of this idea that we're just turning it into like this is us, where it's like right. this week on SNL, Kate <laughs> McKinnon says goodbye. No, but in fairness, that sketch was funny until she said goodbye. And the then, open the, what, the cold yeah, I mean, open. You, whether you could argue whether you laughed yeah. or not, but right. the prem, that they were trying to be yes, funny. Yes, they were doing a comedy sketch. Yes. And then when she said goodbye, yeah. I, I admit that I I'm not the biggest Kate McKinnon fan. I was like, it was emotional. You know what? That's a, I think yeah. that's great and good for them for letting her do that. But they're but they were and maybe this will end with her departure. I don't know. Maybe it's like maybe she is the driving force of this tone that I'm talking about. But I I, I agree that it it wasn't it wasn't ineffective. It's just the fact that they were like, we're gonna go for this, right? Like. Why is SNL going for tearjerker moments? I just don't understand. I listen. I, I don't disagree. And, and then you gotta, you, you, know, you look on the internet and you see the uh, you know Pete Davidson says tearful goodbye. Yeah. Scram! Get the fuck out of my life, Pete Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's a great guy. I don't know anything about Pete Davidson. I'm sure he's a great guy. So on and so forth. But uh, it's, I, it, why, I, the fact that they're treating him like he's fucking John Belushi is craziness to me. I think. Well, I think you're. I think you hit the nail on the head. I think Lauren thinks of him as like, here's my chance to like mentor a guy who probably would end up killing himself. And maybe this time I can get it right so that he doesn't do that. And like, it's like, he's trying, I think in a weird way, Lauren does is sort of haunted by that stuff. Like the Farley stuff and the Belushi stuff. Like he's been through a lot. He's seen a lot and he sort of saw a, 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 a damaged young man who he thought, you know, this guy's talented, but he needs some help. And he, I think he did kind of succeed get to get him on the right track. Oh, I think he did too. I agree with that. Did it make any sense for him to be an employed cast member of a comedy <laughs> sketch show? No. But but to that point, I know we talked about this with Oliver. The, the fear was if he was to be fired and stuff, mentally, yes, he's that not would mentally send prepared. Him off. Yes. Right. Uh, but but, but look, that's also soap, soap opera ish. It's ridiculous. It's, it's such a weird. We got we to keep him here because yeah. of. I mean, I mean, in fairness. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You know, this guy's afraid to move to see his family. Yeah, but Garen's funny. I mean, uh, that's the weird part. That's a that's a good point. Garen, Jesus, Garen. you're saying Garen? Uh, Garen's just, funnier than Pete Davidson. I'm you, saying you're it. saying it. <laughs> I am saying Hold it. Hold on, I have to update my resume. Uh, <laughs> nah. Funnier than Pete Davidson. I think. Well, I'll say I think Garen's gotten more laughs on this podcast than Pete Davidson got on <laughs> SNL. I uh, yes, yes. <laughs> I will put money on that. Um, you can go count them up. Go play the shows back and count them up. I, I don't. And, and the truth is, too, he was always like an accessory player, too. He'd yeah. be in the back cracking up. Well, the thing is, the few the very few times they actually used him as a performer in a sketch, I thought he was decent. Like I thought he was funny as like a middle-aged goomba guy, you know, yes, like agreed. in like a commercial for drapes or something. I don't even and know. His what, Cuomo, the Cuomo, he did yeah, a good Cuomo. But like I I had no in, the, the thing that he did the most is the thing I had the least interest in, which is him talking about his life, do, basically doing his stand up. Doing it, a, it, an update. It, I don't care for I don't it. I, I I'll read us magazine if I want that. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I just the okay yeah. guy. I like the okay guy. Okay. 
Yeah, you yeah, do, that, huh? That was, I thought it was. I, I thought that I thought was funny they, they, the first time. They beat it into the ground. Yeah. I thought the first three times were fine. Okay. After the twenty fifth time, you're like, really? Like they tried to make it more something, but at some point, it's almost. I I felt like they didn't. As certain way, I was like, you don't know why it was funny at first because the way you're the way you're doing it now is missing. Whereas the first time they did it in the first maybe couple. It was funny because it was so minimal. Mm-hmm. And, yes, and I and they couldn't stick to that. They just couldn't. They couldn't keep doing. It. And I I know why. It's like you can't do that for eight sketches. It's just too. It's too well. SNL limited. SNL will argue that point on several <laughs> sketches that you might be able to but come up with. But literally, you're saying like for eight sketches over the course of two or three years, the the entire joke is just a guy going uh huh. Like, okay. Okay. Like that's too that's too little of a thing. Little. If this was the '90s, that would have been a movie by now. Yeah. <laughs> it would have yeah. already okay. been. Okay, okay, guys. And bombed at the box office. Yeah, right. Love Guru. Now, so here's the thing. <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah. Love Guru was a yeah, Mike, Mike Myers. Myers. It wasn't a sketch though. It was just no. A, what are, what's the, uh, the the Tim Meadows character? That oh, no. oh. didn't they make that a into love a doctor? movie? No. Um, love, what was that guy's name? Oh man, Love Lamp. I think it's Lamp. He was the radio guy. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's Lamp. <laughs> I really am standing by Lamp. I love Lamp. You, what? I don't know what that's a reference to, but it's something. <laughs> yeah. Ladies Man. Ladies Man. Yeah. There it is. They did make that a movie, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Jesus. Yeah, good I for did, Tim Meadows. Didn't see that Good one. for him. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I love Tim Meadows. Guys. And actually, I feel like if I went back and watched that now, I'd probably enjoy it. Not the movie, but the sketches. I'd probably enjoy it more now than I did then because... I, I like like his tone it made no sense to me or his his style of comedy v- made very little sense to me as a kid. But uh, now I'm like, no, he's funny. Like, I, I get it. <laughs> I finally I finally got to the point. Where I, I get don't just dis- I got to tweet out that you think Aaron's funnier than Pete. <laughs> <laughs> just got to. Well, maybe people are like, I got to check out this Garen then because Pete's great. Uh, people do like him. I, I, yeah, I don't know. He, he filled you know a what, role. I mean, to that point, if yeah. I may. Yeah. I'm a 50 year old man. Right. He's he's not for us. He's not for me. So yeah, exactly. okay, great. He was brought in specifically to appeal to young, to, you yeah, know, like young kids, teenagers, whatever, like to relate to them and and be a touchstone. And and I think he did that. Let me know? ask you a question about that. And I I know the answer. I'm just making conversation. Mm-hmm. We know even today, Mitch Sopel is going to be here. Mm-hmm. Brilliant improviser. Yeah probably 50 years old i don't know how old Mitch is, but you know just you know he's a he's by the a, way mitch is not a punchline he is a <laughs> that is also not. he's a good temporary yeah and then we know other folks uh, you know at the groundlings and stuff like that but they're all 45 to, to 60 right uh, would are they are they still are they given auditions for snl or do they are, do they just go with younger people because wouldn't you love, and this is the case of going to that thing that we that I saw that Jane Austen thing. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a bunch of people forty years up, forty years old and up, who have been doing it for twenty years. Yeah. So they're fucking great at it. Yeah. So why are we having twenty two year olds that I, I, are still learning the craft a little bit? And sometimes some stand out. Obviously, Cecily Strong and you know, uh, Cecily Strong, <laughs> also Cecily Strong. I, I, my guess is being being around like those kinds of folks so much, like the sketch kind of folks. I suspect that if you bring in like a 50 year old seasoned uh, sketch veteran into that environment, Lauren's not going to be able to just tell him what to do. I think I, that's my guess. I think it's that though. But, but wouldn't it be? I mean, just like what? Like next year when they add their unne- when they unnecessarily add more people to the cast. Mm-hmm. And by the and, and by the and I know we're fucking morning radio at this point, but um, if you've got a cast, you don't need to put Fred Armisen into the sketch. <laughs> it's, it's that fucking thing. You know, what's Aristotle is sitting off to the side going? Was he in one thing? No. Yeah. 
I, I could, could have been me. Could have been me, right. Aristotle saying. But maybe it had to be Fred Emerson because she used to date Natasha Leone and maybe she didn't want uh, somebody else tickling her. I don't know. Maybe. Um, I don't know why you'd want the guy that you just broke up with to tickle you. That <laughs> seems like an odd thing as well. Uh, by the way, I, I meant to tweet this out. And it's not, it certainly isn't worth tweeting. But uh, if Natasha Leone does not play Nina Blackwood <laughs> in the MTV movie, Hollywood doesn't oh know what the fuck God, it's doing. That's great. She looked with, that, with her yeah, hair the way it is. The voice. And the voice. Perfect. Everything is Nina Blackwood. She's uh, uh, that's great. She showed up. Nina Blackwood. I think there's even a picture of her like a black cat suit in the '80s, and that's what she Love did her it. monologue yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Hollywood, get on this. Well, my answer to your question is, I, I think that the role of SNL, I think, I think Lauren perceives it to be like we're breaking new talent, and so it's it's unlikely he would not look at a 45 year old sketch performer and say like this person's about to blow up you know like they would have made it already I, I, I of course I, again I'm making conversation yeah, yeah. I, 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 but that's a shame because it if, is. If this new season they plucked three people from the groundlings who mm-hmm. are again between 45 and 60 you would get very a, you'd get great characters because they've yeah. been you know honing them and uh, let me also float this notion. Yeah. I don't think a lot of older people watch SNL. I think it's a, it, I think it's meant to be. I mean, I don't know that in our peer group. I don't know if do. that's true. I, I think but we do. work in comedy. So like we're interested in it for professional reasons or right. nothing else. But I think in the general public, maybe maybe this isn't even true. But I think their their assumption is. Our audience is younger. We need to be. We need to match our audience. I would love to, Gary. Look at the demos for SNL, <laughs> and then let's get back to comedy. Let's yeah, let's um, get into that. Because I'm curious. You bring up a good point. You know, growing up, and are kids going to high school? And on Monday mornings, talking about SNL is that something that maybe happens? not? But that's what they want to be. I know, but <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I think. I think it's more of us watching that show than well it is. then they should absolutely scrap the entire cast and just cast a bunch of forty five year old people. <laughs> I mean, if they're gonna have. But they're going to add at least three people, right? Probably more. But but should they? Because they have. That's 20. my point. They don't need to add a single. Per- but they're going to they're going to promote some. Yeah. From. Uh, I, I, featured I, I would cast. love them to not hire one new cast member. I think that would be great because I think they have too many this season. A lot of people didn't get to do enough. Uh, give Melissa Villasenor some opportunity to perform before her, she, she walks out the door. She's a brilliant impressionist. Yeah. Let her do her job. It's crazy. Like they brought her in. Like she's one of the best impressionists I've ever seen. hundred percent. And uh, maybe it's just that her, the people that she impersonates isn't it's like Chloe Feynman is great because she's a great impressionist and she impersonates people that us and like yeah. want to yeah, be. Those of you seen her as Judy Garland. <laughs> right. Like that's not helpful. Yeah. Um, but that's more like old SNL to me, like but, where yes. you would have like Billy Crystal doing rando characters. Yes. Like a young person would never know who it is. Uh, but the know, character itself Fernando was so funny. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, uh, uh, you look marvelous. Who's yeah. the, what's the what's the actress the performer on there who keeps needling um, Colin Jost? Uh, she's a oh Sarah, Sarah. Is it Sarah Schaefer? No, Sarah, Sarah Sherman. Sherman. Sherman? Uh, yeah, mixed Sherman. reviews on her in my house, by the way. I I, I well, very I very much enjoy her. I think, I, I think, I think she's she's, really good, yeah. she, she's doing the most sort of like out there. Like if you want to talk about edgy stuff, like if you look at her stuff before SNL, I don't necessarily like a lot of it, mm. but she definitely is pushing the envelope. Uh, agreed. Uh, yeah. It, by the way, I'm looking something up. I'm not being. She's rude. a strong, uh, a, pr- a strong presence who I I would imagine next season will be more in the yeah. forefront because there hopefully there's more room for. I would, her. I would have also liked a Trump uh, in the last episode. I would have liked a yeah a little Trump. But you can't. That's another one where it's like you don't want to do it too much. Yeah. If there's no reason to do I it, I can't disagree more. <laughs> Just- I, 
I want him to do it every single day. I would, I would, if I, if, if I knew that guy, uh, Mitch is help, our, our guest is here. I, if I knew him, I would call Bob and go, James, it's Jimmy. Let's go. And just have him do it. And go, all right, talk to you tomorrow. Well, that's the real shame is that being on SNL, he's not really doing as much like of those. He can't he, do he right. He used to do it on Twitter. Maybe he like, will over the summer. Maybe. I hope so. Uh, I'm looking, again, I'm looking something up. I don't he's want to probably tired of it. Might be. I'm not, but. Uh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Hey, what happened? I know I have this in here. Huh? Would be great. It would be great if he if he struck upon another thing like that that isn't Trump, but it, like another great because the Biden thing is just not happening. Biden's not doesn't have an interesting enough. I I just wanted to play this for you very quickly. I, why is that not playing? This one of my, this is one of my favorite rap songs, but it applies to this. Okay. This is on my phone. Anybody? Anybody yet? Oh, we're supposed to guess. I'm thinking. It sounds familiar. Oh. oh. <laughs> the Fernando rap. Is that his name? Fernando? Fernando Lamas, yeah. yeah. He's Lorenzo Lamas' father. Right. Crazy go nuts. Here it comes. Idiot. This was a hit. <laughs> yeah, it's that it, was a hit. It's even I lived through it, and it's even hard for me to wrap my head around that catchphrase being as popular as it was it was very popular it was and, huge uh the uh that's on my shuffle by the way so when i back in the days when i ran uh that would come up i included <laughs> that in my running shuffle because it brought, it brought it, it's all but it brought me joy it brings joy yeah because it's like you just listen to him just go you don't have the legs of a dancer like, yeah because fernando lama he it was a great impression mm. and but uh, it was a great project with a little bit of character to it yeah. like he added a little spin to it to yeah can and, i can i just tell you that I am just now realizing that that was an impression of an actual human being and that it wasn't oh. just a character. I, oh, I never knew that as a kid. I was only vaguely aware of like, I did. I think I barely knew who, what did he always say? Uh, he always referenced some other celebrity. Um, what was it? Was it one specific one? Yeah. Um, or maybe it was just the one sketch of his that I saw over and over again. Cause I, I had it recorded like, Oh man, I don't remember, but it's, it was another guy who I didn't know who he was. Oh, I would love to know who it was. It was someone like uh, the guy from Fantasy Island. Ricardo Montalban? Yeah, but that's not right. It was, But it was like... But I could see that being it. Yeah. I don't know how uh, I can look this up. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll think of it. I'll come up with it at some point. Because it, it was one of those things that was like burned into my brain. Kind of like the way that, you know, the, the John Lovitz character always used to say he was married to Morgan Fairchild. Right. And again, as a kid, I was like... I. Don't even really know who that is, but it still thought it's I still, still thought it was funny. Still was funny. Yeah, you know, if you're a young man who doesn't get references, it's it's okay. And then yeah, uh, you you're laughing at it for a different reason. Here comes Karen Cockrell, and you maybe you'll learn a little something. Look at that, even in the hallway, funnier than David said according to Matt, <laughs> Bell, Matt Belknap. Uh, and maybe you'll learn something. Is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's, I think SNL was very educational for me as a kid. Like I learned things from the news. Like you you hear the joke and you're like, okay, now I can sort of 
reverse engineer what the actual piece of information was from it. Right. The setup was usually a real thing. And then the punchline was the punchline. But but I miss the news over the summer. I I, I do enjoy those uh, those jokes. They may do one. They did. They did. They did a like a couple, summer special. They did a, at least like a half hour thing. Either last year or the year before, I think they did a summer. I think special. it was the year. Was it or was it twenty nineteen? It was. I thought it was twenty. I think it was twenty twenty because it was the election and there was like oh. a lot of stuff well, going on. They might on. do that this year then if it's an election year. Yeah, midterms. We're midterms, they, they man. Care. Come on, yeah, we're talking midterms. Well, hey, they're just as important as the finals, guys. And by <laughs> and let's remember, we're going to be uh, everybody uh, here in L.A. This is very L.A. Uh, point. Uh, we're, everybody's voting Rick Caruso, right? I mean, we're sure we're all voting Rick Caruso. Can, can I tell you that when when we went up to where I grew up uh, for the for the hike, yes, a couple signs ago, um, that's all the signs were. They're all Caruso. Yeah, I mean, keep, keep in mind, yeah, yeah. yeah there's the, the the least expensive house in that area is a million dollars, and probably, and that was ten years ago. So who knows what it is now? But right. yeah, there's there. Oh, I could tell you, it's probably seven million. Oh yeah, you know that <laughs> seems right. Seven dollars. <laughs> I mean, he's got he's the only one advertising basically. I see some Karen Bass, and Karen Bass has been my rep, you know, for whatever how many years I've lived in Baldwin Hills. Um, and it's a no-brainer, to, you know, for me, Karen Bass. But uh, if you watch those, because they come up during the uh, on ba- during baseball games, and oh. then I'll get, uh, and if you're just a person that doesn't know, and you look at those Rick Caruso, uh, Caruso commercials, you'd vote for him. I was going to say, I didn't like, when I first saw the ad. I was like, I don't know if this guy's a Democrat or a Republican. He's very smart about not saying that, and yep. it just like it seems appealing. It's like, yeah, okay. It's, he he doesn't say anything overtly republican or conservative and he also doesn't when he's when he's pointing out karen bass's flaws he doesn't it's not it's it's he's just pointing out stats yeah and yeah. so like here's the stats and here's what i'm going to do about it like well shit why wouldn't i vote for them but then if you do a deep dive oh because he's donald trump yeah he's yeah. he's a nut well, job he's he's donald trump who's actually accomplished some things to yeah be fair because oh, he, yeah. he did it himself but other than that yeah i mean he's look if you own a multi-million dollar piece of property in Los Angeles, uh, maybe you do want him. But otherwise, no. <laughs> well, I tell you what, if you if you go to our uh, my local next door app, yeah. you know, I live in a primarily African-American neighborhood. Uh, so it's interesting in that when the Culver City people chime in, they they hate Democrats. They hate they're all Rick Caruso. They hate Gavin Newsom. And then they're arguing with these African-American folks. Uh, is that what you still say? Would you say black, black folks yeah. in Baldwin Villa, uh, Baldwin Hills uh, uh, Village Green, where my mom used to live, mm-hmm. uh, which is, again, 90 percent African-American. Then they're arguing. It's like, dude, you've got no fucking you, you can't you got no voice in this fight. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. You didn't live there. You didn't live their life. Mm-hmm. Right. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I moved on to my street. <laughs> uh, I've, I've met a handful of very wealthy folks in my life. I have met Rick, Rick uh, Caruso because I was doing some some video work for some for somebody who was working for him, and he said that as if the room was gonna no, explode. With, I was I, I did not say that. I was I was just looking at you because it's once again a, a, some other job he's had. <laughs> well, that's, that too. That's, that, I I did expect that, and uh, one of the most dismissive rich people I've ever met. Caruso was yeah, like you know there's there's some folks who. Like, especially a lot of actors who kind of understand how the business works. They try to remember everybody's name. They're very complimentary. Um, but uh, and and so, yeah, you know what? You don't have to be that nice to me, but I appreciate the fact that you make the effort. It's not that hard to treat people like human beings. It really is. not And you know what? 
people say somebody could have a bad day, blah, blah, blah. Sure, that's possible. All I know is I was doing specific work for this guy and I had to ask him a question and he was as dismissive as, as like, just the borderline of, of fuck you without actually saying it. And what, it was just like, what were you doing? Did you have to like put a light on him or like put a lapel mic? No, on? we were he, when they were developing, um, not the not the grow film, the, grow. <laughs> the Americana. Yeah, the Americana. That's his, right? Yes, they both are the Grove and the Americana. He what? What? He developed both those lands? Yes. <laughs> Both those lands are his. Yes. Beautiful fountains. I think I'm gonna vote for him. <laughs> those are both beautiful properties, and you can live at the Americana. Yeah, yeah, with, with not a, not a single store to shop in. Oh, is what? it? Uh, no, it, I, I I find the Grove and the Americana. It's full of stores kind of and shops. Like, yeah, there's yeah. nothing. You can go to the bookstore. There's, there's not even a gap. Yeah, like everything's a step up. You, you and, gotta get a crate and barrel in there. Don't you, you gotta cross the street to the poor mall to get in there. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, you want all that. Oh, oh the Glendale Gallery is pretty uppity as it is. So I don't know. Yeah. You think the Glendale Gallery is uppity? It can. Can it this can show be. today be more local? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're going. We're doing a deep dive on the Glendale Gallery. <laughs> I mean, it's not the the what's the Fashion Square the AMC one is that we all have. oh the Century City Century City. I think no. it's suck it. That thing sucks more than you do, Garen. That's the worst. That's tough. That is tough. And I've learned today that there's other there's one other person that sucks more than you do. Uh, that's Pete Davis. And again, those are the words of Matt Bell, not Matt Chipotle. I I dare anybody to do to, if you want to commit to it. Watch every sketch Pete Davidson was ever in, every piece he did on the at, at the desk. Count the laughs and then go back and listen to every episode of Never Not. <laughs> yeah. Now, granted, Garen's been here twice a week for ten years. Right. So he's he's got more minutes. Yeah, as we say in sports. Yeah, we know. do say that. In he's, he's played a lot more minutes than yeah. Pete Davidson played. More but time the, in the paint. But that's part of it, <laughs> right? I mean, if, yeah. if, if, if the, the best ability is what availability, a disability. Oh, that's, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say. They say the be, in sports the best ability is availability. All right. I, if you, if you I, don't have that, that, you don't have anything. If you're can't not, win if, if you don't show up, if you can't play, then uh, what good are you? And Garen shows up. He does show up. And gives his he makes typical forty percent. He, he makes his one rim rattler a year. <laughs> it goes in, and we all cheer. Yeah, a boy, little guy. See you Thursday. Uh, I, here's what's interesting about what you just said. Uh, I'd be interested in in somebody, uh, two people doing that science, very scientific experiment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'd be interested in having a twenty five year old do it and a fifty year old. Oh do yeah, it. Mm-hmm. because. To see, does the 50-year-old watch the Davidson chunks and go, yeah, you're right, no laughs, whereas the 25-year-old says he loves them? I'm not even saying, it's not even subjective. I'm not saying what, what makes you laugh. I'm saying count the number of times this room and the audience on SNL laughed at something you don't that think, person I, said. I thought the audience, don't they over laugh at things? They do, but I still think the numbers favor Garen. You know what else I don't need with SNL, by the way? And, I, and it's high time that somebody fucking talked about this. I don't need that fake laugh at the very beginning of the show. Why did, why did they start doing why that? Why did they start doing that? That never used to happen. Ha, ha, and then into, then silence into a sketch. Right. Yeah. It's the dumbest thing in the world. Well, you got to be told that uh, this comedy's, is com- comedy's, com- com- comedy's coming. That's the problem. When I was a kid, literally, it would it was, start. You wouldn't necessarily know if... if it was supposed if, to be a surprise. If, what, is this comedy? Is it a commercial? Is it? A, is I'm, did I accidentally switch to C-SPAN? Now it's like, ha, 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 here we go, comedy show. Yeah. It's not even 
like a strong guffaw laugh. It's, it's a like tape. Somebody it, got yelled at, and yeah. you don't know if it's a joke or not. <laughs> right? So you have to. Like, <laughs> That's another thing. Yeah. I, I would like to see the montage of all of them because I, I actually think it is the exact same. Oh, I think it's hundred percent the same yeah. thing. Yeah. So if you put them back to back to back, it would sound creepy and insane. To, yes. That, that's the exact like because I I want to say maybe when it first started it was a genuine like the mics came on in the room and maybe there was a warm up person doing something right before they went into the sketch right. that, that made the crowd go <laughs> like a, a a titillated uh, whatever but now it's just clearly a, a canned thing. Agreed, hundred percent agree. I don't understand it. I don't understand it either. I don't. I don't. Uh, Chevy Chase that did it came right on in, man. <laughs> He's right there. He's Gerald Ford. Doesn't even try to do an impression. He's Gerald. He goes, ah, "Hi, I'm Ger- I'm President Gerald Ford." All right, I accept it. Mm-hmm. I wonder what. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if, like the pre- the original premise that Matt's talking about is somebody's watching television and then this thing comes on and they don't realize that SNL's coming. Although, yeah, it's on a Saturday, so it might have followed the news or it might have whatever. Today, how many people under the age of seventy turn on the television and they're just watching the channel it yeah. and just and just leave it yeah, on? I don't. Uh, I don't think a lot. But then, but then that actually makes the argument. Then you don't need that because people are specifically coming for. We this. know what we're coming for. Yeah. So you don't. So you don't need it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we've talked a lot about how the the changing landscape of entertainment has has sort of made SNL in a weird way not obsolete, but it's changed the dynamic mm-hmm. of it because the 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 central premise of we are spoofing everything, but a lot of it is we're spoofing what you see on TV normally, and it was subversive in the sense that you were like. With the commercials, you didn't always know if it was a commercial or not. Like that was the that was part of the fun of it. Is like the commercial break comes and you're like, is this a commercial? Or, <laughs> oh no, it's SNL, right. and, and that can't happen anymore. And yeah. their 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 attempts to adjust to what the landscape is now is usually very awkward. Like those TikTok things or whatever they do. Um, anyway, my virtual show went well. <laughs> um, the uh, and this is the last I'll say about this because I f- forgot what I wanted to say. Okay, it had to do. Okay, wait, you watching? Um, tic- SNL TikTok, people leaving. TikTok. People doing videos. Nah, I lost it. Lost my train of thought. By the way, Oliver, Oliver was like uh, when we tuned in to watch it. Mm-hmm. Said, uh, when, "When do you think the Pete Davidson rap shows up?" It didn't show up. Oh. It was cut for time. Cut for time, and I watched it. And you know what? It was better than a couple of things they aired. So honestly, I would have, I would have taken that's it. That's what. That, that's exactly what Oliver said. And he hates Pete Davidson more than you do. <laughs> I don't hate Pete Davidson. Oh, you, you hate him? No, I, I thought it was funny. And and uh, the, actually, the funniest part. So it was a. Don't give it away. Okay. I, I think I because I, I Oliver gave it away. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, just go. All right, go go watch it on sorry. YouTube. No, no reason for you to apologize. <laughs> no, not to you. I'm just saying to the, to the listener. I accept your apology. On behalf of the listener. On behalf of the listener, I accept your apology. Can you speak for them? I can speak for a lot of them. Okay. I think I can. Do you speak for Clayton? I do. Because you have to raise your voice. <laughs> I, I, of course I speak for him. I don't, I don't want to be murdered because that's what bikers do. They yeah. sell meth and they murder and they human traffic. Yeah. If you ever see a biker with a sidecar and there's someone in the sidecar, that person is in the sidecar against their <laughs> against yes. their free will. 100%. They are handcuffed to the inside of it and they're probably drugged so that they don't, you know, go. Of course they're drugged. The guy, he's selling it. He sold them the meth and then yeah. went, yeah, let's go. This is at some point, I mean, we're going to get an email, right? Somebody's going to email me and go, hey, you know what? Human trafficking isn't funny. And uh, I mean, that's bound to happen, right? And by the way, it's not funny, but it's funny to say. Yeah. And that's what comedy does. God damn it. We all can't be at the fucking piano, Kate McKinnon style. <laughs> Comedy offends. 
Oh boy, you're gonna beat this guy now. No. <laughs> I, I, it's a it's a house of mirrors. It's a haunted oh, it's mansion. A haunted house. <laughs> Go through the maze. <laughs> Our brains are a haunted house. Um, Mike Schmidt said it best. You are, you are a haunted, haunted house. house. That was wonderful. By the way, yesterday this is very funny. Uh, Mike Schmidt, his brother Lenny, and I mm-hmm. have a uh, uh, you know text chain. Yeah, and it's. Um, just about the White Sox, about the Chicago White Sox. And so yesterday's White Sox game, it was a great fucking game. 0-0, then the White Sox came and won it. They took two out of three from the Yankees. Yankees are the best team in baseball for the Sox to do that. And they're not, they're, 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 they're finding their legs. Um, so we were, uh, we happened to be at dinner and I got a text and it was Mike uh, saying, uh, are you, ta- uh, is anyone taping the game? Which is the way to say no spoilers. Right. And, uh, uh, literally with zero time for anybody to response, Lenny types, Timmy! <laughs> so I now need to look and see what did Tim Anderson do? Mm-hmm. And he hit a home run. And mm-hmm. and then it was like, so I, I wrote, I was taping. <laughs> and Mike was like, yeah, I know. that. That's why I asked. I, you know, and I said, right. I, uh, I actually was not taping. I'm just making fun of Lenny for giving zero time before. <laughs> like, that's the point, Len. Yeah. Give it, a, give it, a, give everyone a chance. Oh boy, and it was funny because you know I shared that with Oliver and Danielle, um, mainly because we're out of things to talk about because we're with each other twenty four hours a day. <laughs> um, and it's fun. It just it was funny that it wasn't Mike because you know his, we've talked about it before. Mike Schmidt has a history of spoiling things for me. Yes, and uh, uh, Phil Mickelson won the Masters. <laughs> Mike, you don't even care about that. You don't even care. He just loves being the guy. <laughs> the messenger. The messenger. Yeah. yeah. And that was at my bachelor party at, at Dodger Stadium. And I was like, this is going to be a great day. I'm going to watch the Dodgers with my friends. I'm going to go home and watch the Masters. I, there's uh, nobody, nobody at this baseball game is going to talk about it. Sure enough, they put it up on the scoreboard, yeah. which I did not see. Lucky enough, I hadn't seen it. I'm looking this way. Schmidt looks this way. Hey, yeah. oh, out. You know, a similar thing. This is so frustrating to me. Just a pet peeve. Uh, Like a lot of soccer games are streamed over like platforms like Paramount Plus or Peacock. Uh, And for some reason when you're so but then sometimes they're on that and also on cable. So if you're watching it on cable, you're always like 30 to 60 seconds ahead of the people who are streaming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're watching and a friend of yours is watching streaming and you're there, you have to sort of like, hey, I'm ahead, I'm behind. But then even if two different people are both streaming it, there can be like a 10 to 15 second difference. Yes. So someone can just go, go! And you're yeah. like, fuck. Oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> uh, that's what I think I talked about after the Super Bowl. That's what happened. Our neighbor had, was having a Super Bowl party in their backyard. Yeah. And we would hear them <laughs> cheer and then see what happened. Right. They were yeah. just a little bit ahead. Nice. Like, oh my God! Okay, here it comes. Here it comes. You getting a fax? What was that? (laughs) (laughs) It literally looked like you were pulling a fax off the fax machine. I have a stack of apparently stapled pieces of paper that that I'm recycling for uh, notes. I see. Now, here's a piece of trivia. Maybe Garen Cockle will remember this as a fan of this show. By the way, I had a memory. Like, one of those memories came up on Facebook. Mm -hmm. It was a memory from Garen Cockrell uh, saying that he loves something on the show. Oh, from before he was on? Before he was on, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, uh, but here, uh, wait, what was I? If you, you were going to ask a okay. trivia question. Here's a trivia, because you know the answer to this. Okay. Uh, you might not, because you weren't here, but so, Garen, you are the fan. You were the fan before. Okay. Who did I give my fax machine to? Oh, Who God. did I give my fax machine to? Matt, do you remember? Mm-mm. You don't even remember. I'm going to think, oh, yes, no, I, now I do. Yeah. It took me a second. I do remember. I mean, I, I, I have guesses, but I do not know. Um... 
I don't, who I did don't. I give my? Right, I'll give you guys a clue. It's not somebody you know, and it's not somebody famous. Oh, that is not the premise of this guessing game. So it's yeah, not. That, so it's not Bruce. That's why it took me a second because I was for some reason in the mindset of like trying to think of a, like a friend. You know, keep in mind, it's ridiculous who I gave it to. Yeah, it was. There may have. I'll say this. I'll add this to the mix. There may have been a communication <laughs> situation going on where I to this day, that man must be speaking to somebody going uh, in his language. I, I don't know why I have this fact yeah. like, in his language. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Mm-hmm. Heck, that's a pretty big giveaway. Garen, you don't remember like this as a I fan. Your 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 gardener. Yes. Yep. Oh, <laughs> I gave my gardener the fax machine. And to this day, I don't remember why. Yeah. But I remember having it and going, do you need a fax machine? And him just go, you know, I don't want to do any offensive impression, but just, yeah, so, okay. I wonder if he just ended up using it as a phone. Because it probably had a handle, right? Like a it handset. W- oh, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Nice fax machine. <laughs> Very high end. Mm-hmm. He goes he goes home and his wife says, what's in the box? It's a fax machine? Yeah. I should tell you this. No no box, just fax machine. Okay. Well, he it. No, he put it in a box I because see. he was trying to hide it from his wife because he didn't want to l- let her know that he... He took a fax, another fax machine. You think he just collects fax machines? He's like Tom Hanks with typewriters. Oh yeah, that's yeah. So he's got. Does, a does whole he room. think we have to go get? You have to get him. No, I told him to come right in. Because I mean, it, has it been fifteen? It's been an hour, I think. <laughs> it has been more. Yeah, it seems like it. Well, I don't know. It might. It may not be. I feel like it was like forty. Well, hang on. I could tell you when. Uh, oh, when did he text you? Oh yeah. Uh, when that text came through uh, was at eleven twenty-one. Oh. All right. Well, so then, he's yes, at he's twenty. Sh- well, but if but it then took, it took a, a few little, minutes, yeah. So he's right. He's probably finishing up right now. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, uh, boy, the way that that shadow is hitting outside, it looks like the door is opening. Shadows uh, in life, baby. I know. You don't have to tell me. That's the great Burt Reynolds. He's terrific. What are you doing, Gary? Just checking. Yeah, take a look out there. Hey, Mitch! Mitch! Maybe he's uh, maybe he's a facility. Oh, that's a good point. Or maybe he has COVID. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> or maybe he just decided what, to leave. Just, just left a note. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm out. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Come on. How long? Have you just been waiting out there? No, I just. Oh, you just got it. Okay. Uh, we were. Was yeah, everything yeah. Off? Okay. Everything off? Yeah, yeah. Every, hey, yeah we did off. everything off. <laughs> Strip it down. And then we got a gown over here for you. The opening goes in the back. You can sit over there. Great. And, um, I'm ready for surgery. Terrific. Yeah, I got to get you prepped. Now you're not over here yet. You're over no, there. I'm sitting here. Shakespeare. All right, our friend Mitch Silp has arrived. Mitch joined us during the pandemic via Zoom. You did. Enjoyed him. And uh, Mitch is one of those, I'm going to say, who, you know, he was part of Jimmy Pardo's dance party way back in the day, uh, right after 9-11. The world needed a laugh again, and we didn't provide that. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it's, I say this about several guests, but Mitch is one. The fact that it took the pandemic to get Mitch Silpa on is ridiculous. Mitch Silpa should have been at my fucking dining room table season one. Really? Yes, Mitch. I agree. Oh. <laughs> you know what? See you later. <laughs> Thanks. In and out. You know, you're, you're welcome for your free test. Now How scram. Do I have to hold on to no, Not at all. You can throw it right in the trash there. I feel like season one was basically just like your bachelor party, like your groomsman level of friends. Well, with the addition of what, Paul F. and Scott Ackerman? Who probably would have, at a different point in your life, yes. would have been in that, included in I that. I agree with that. Yeah. So it, yeah. Was, it was a very tight-knit at the table, you had, yeah. you had Graham Elwood, you had uh, well Mike Schmidt, of course. You had Pat Francis, you had Paul Gilmartin. Yep. Did Danielle even join us? Siegel. Danielle did once. Siegel yeah. did. Siegel did. Yeah. Um. Um. And then Scott and well, that's, yeah. Did that, you say Graham? I did say Graham. Yeah. Because we uh, he, we made fun of his uh, head of tattoos. <laughs> um, I remember him uh, having that, and Paul Gilmartin saying he doesn't want to see Kiss, which is a memory. Mm. Um. 
Scott, uh, Scott, uh, I remember, you know what, he made it onto the thing. It was Scott, we, I was telling the story of uh, uh, cooking, of, of him dipping the pizza into the grease yeah. and then was getting, uh, even re, uh, recalling that was making me gag. Yeah. And, uh, and Scott couldn't believe it. Scott could not believe it. And Mike could not stop talking. <laughs> so it was uh, <laughs> a lot of things. There was a lot of things. It was a very big scene. Uh, Garen, are you looking something up? I'm looking to see if I can see all the guests that were in season one. Um, which I, is I, difficult. It is difficult. I do. I do love uh, whoever uh, curates our Wikipedia page. I think does a terrific job. Uh, but there, it would be a nice. Uh, it's, it, maybe instead of by guest name, if you went by. No, that's annoying too, though. You need, you need uh, both. Maybe or you suitability, need but yeah. I don't know that. I don't know that Wikipedia does they that. Don't, they yeah, don't they don't, don't have su- uh, suitability. No. There's no question about suitability. Suitability. Yeah. Uh, all right, Mitch Silp is here. Let's take a break. Uh, Mitch Sipples here. He's taking time out of his life. And you know what? We, we asked Mitch that question about uh, SNL when he mm-hmm. comes over here to the table. We've got Oscar's trivia. Oscar, who the fuck is Oscar? <laughs> <laughs> Oscar Nunez is providing Oscar Nunez has given us the uh, Oliver's trivia question. Uh, we'll do all that when we come back uh, right after this. Hey, sometimes you find yourself at the, the wall that's missing a couple of bucks. Now, who, did somebody steal it or what's going on over there? It doesn't matter how you're missing the bucks. Money might be a little tight. That's where earn-in comes in, Matt. Yeah, earn-in. Earn-in's there if you got a last-minute gift for a loved one, an expect, uh, unexpected trip to the vet. I've seen a lot of that on uh, uh, social media, by the way. People saying, oh, I had to spend the night at the, at the pet vet. Yeah. People like using the phrase pet vet. Even though vet covers pet. I mean, what other, are you, are you at the... Wild animal vet? Yeah, you could be visiting a, a soldier. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I think people, I, I think they like the sound of pet vet. It does sound fun. It is fun to say. I get it. Uh, but nobody's pointing out that they're at the pet vet for fun. So uh, That's a good point. Yeah. Why are they, yeah. Why are they being uh, capricious or uh, silly with their very you know, serious issue? You know, capricious say. <laughs> uh, now, listen, This is here's the important thing. Earn-in is there because the point is you're not at the pet vet at three in the morning going, oh, good. I get to spend X amount of money right. uh, that I don't have. That's where earn jumps in. Yes. Uh, earn is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Yeah. So it gives you a little goose if you need it. Yeah. It's, but you're, you're making the money by going to your job and working every day. They're just saying, hey, we can get you that money a little bit sooner than the, than the paycheck arrives. That's exactly right. Now, over three and a half million people are already uh, saying things like, when I think about earning i think about financial stability security it gives me a lot of peace of mind that's what they're saying they say it like that yeah i would think there'd be a little more uh, excitement no these these are people that uh you you know when they're giving a testimonial they're caught off guard and then they're not comfortable in front of a microphone these are not professional broadcasters we are they 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 sound stilted but that's real that's genuine thank you man again it gives them peace of mind Uh, hey, download Earnin today. That is spelled E-A-R-N-I-N. That's in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Never Not Funny under podcast, please. When you sign up, it'll help the show. Let's them know who sent you there, who directed you there. Once again, put in Never Not Funny under podcast. Subject your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See Earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Earnin. It's your money. Get it now. Guys, Shopify is something that's very, very dear and important to me, and you know that. You know that. And Matt, you're laughing because you know that I don't stop talking about Shopify off the air. It's really, it's it's weird. It's like your new obsession. Like, you used to talk about, you know, Journey and Kiss all the time. Now it's just Shopify this, Shopify that. I know, and I, all I can do is apologize, but I'll tell you why. It's because whether you're selling scented soaps or uh, offering outdoor outfits, 
the SSS or the OOO, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, which I learned stands for point of sale, yeah. not the other thing that I've been saying. <laughs> right. That's uh, When you go on and on about Shopify, you sound, you sounded a little foolish because you were raving about, uh, and then people would say, well, why, why is he talking about POS? Like, what? That's yeah. Like, they didn't know either, and you didn't know how to tell them. Uh, well, no, because I was on the wrong side of history on that as well. Yeah. But point of sale is what POS stands for when we're talking Shopify. I'm excited because we've set up our own Shopify account to uh, handle our uh, our perks. You know, we were sending out uh, T-shirts and, and yearbooks to our subscribers, and uh, it's so easy. It's great. I get to, you know, assign roles to different people. Like our, our, our web guy, Jeff, is he's an admin in there now, and I, I just it was so easy to set him up. And then I set up our T-shirt guy. He's got an account in there he can log in he can do what he needs to do to get our shipping done it's awesome um i've been kept out of the loop on that uh because um you're kind <laughs> yeah as much as you rave about it you don't want to know about i don't want to know i don't want to know how the sausage is made i just no. want to see the uh the, the results right that's what i want and, and also i don't know if illegally i can get away with this but it's so easy to shopify well, because Come you were on. off key, I think we're legally safe. I think I was on key for the, what I was doing. <laughs> we all knew what it was. Uh, you know, I'm not doing karaoke to a backing track. <laughs> it was on whatever key I was at. Uh, sign up for $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com slash Pardo. Shopify, a better way to sell. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the program 3014. Is that, is that what we landed on? Yep. 3014. Uh, our friend Mitch Silpa is here. A lot happened in the break. Here's, I, I, I tweeted this out not that long ago of how old will I be where I can pee when there's another man waiting to use the urinal? <laughs> and I, because I can't. You can't. And so today there's a guy, he was in the stall, and I was like, so I go to the urinal hoping get it business done before he comes out. And it did, it did not start. He came out of the stall and washes his hands, which is, you know, in this bathroom is really creepily close it's to the urinal. It's very close to the urinal. Yeah. So I couldn't go. I'm just standing there with my fucking dick in my hand. Literally. Nothing's like, coming out. Nothing And nothing. The second he goes out the door, Pish. the hydrant's open. <laughs> Release the hounds. Wait, I have a question, though. Yeah. <laughs> if you were peeing and someone walked in, would it, would stop? it stop? I can't answer that. Why not? Because I don't know. Well, we could, you could trust we, us. We, 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 <laughs> we, we, we could test it. That's never happened to you before. What? Where it's so where you're peeing walks and someone maybe. walks in? Well, I'm sure that's happened, but I and don't. It, I don't remember. Does it just stop? Let's or do test I, it. Next time you have I bet to pee, when you go pee, one of us, and you won't know which one. Okay. One of us will walk in. We'll I, see well, what I look forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it has to be a surprise. You <laughs> yeah. can't really know uh, someone's going to walk in. So maybe you won't even be able to start knowing that one of us is coming. The anticipation is killing me. I feel like you would have remembered that you stopped. Yeah. Because that's a thing. If you pee and you just stop. Yeah, that would be. It's real hard to do that. I'm able to do it on my own. You got to give a urine sample or something. You got to get a little bit out. You got to get a midstream catch, they call it. Oh. Oh, I've never like heard that. that. Oh yeah, they give you a little uh, sani, uh, sani wipe. You wipe off the uh, <laughs> the tip there. Then you uh, you you uh, what's the word? expel? Is that the word? You Ex- expel. Sure. You expel a little bit into the toilet and then put the rest into the cup. Wow, that's complicated. I had a doctor once call it evacuation, but it wasn't pee; it was poop. Oh jeez, I know. Isn't that disgusting? <laughs> Sorry, we went there. <laughs> well, you got to got to save it. Got to get it out of there. <laughs> Evacuate. <laughs> I know it sounds like a disaster movie. It does sound like. Well, I mean, listen, if you've been in the bathroom with me, it is hey, a fucking yo. disaster. Hey, how are you doing? Yo. Mitch Silp is here. Uh, speaking of mid piece tops, this happened yes, to me recently. I'm listening. Uh, uh, I, I'll tell you where it happened. Even um, Mitch recently, we Jimmy and I separately got to go see uh, Paul McCartney. 
and uh, I was lucky enough to be invited to uh, be in one of those boxes, you know, and they have their own bathroom. So I was using the bathroom nice. and uh, <laughs> the the lock, it's like, you know, it's a private thing. It's, yeah. it's not. A, so you close the door. The door doesn't have any spring load on it. It's just you close it and then the lock is a latch. You probably have the same yes. on your end. Uh, where because he was also in a, in a box, uh, a different box. Uh, I made all the details of this clear enough. <laughs> I want to get paid a full picture of what's happening. So I turned the thing mm-hmm. and then I went to pee. And then halfway through my pee, I look over my shoulder and the door is swinging oh, open. No. Oh, no. And I was like, Dah. so I had to like pinch off. Yeah. And then get it back in and then run back. You know, it was two ste- one or two steps, but I had to go lunge at the door. And I guess the bolt was just a weird. It was like, I did not like that lock mechanism. The bolt made no sense. It was not a logical bolt. I'm not a, in that setting, going to use the bathroom in a sit-down position anyway. Right. Uh, but that bathroom, I would not have. Because I, yeah. I did not trust that lock for a million dollars. And by the way, what's the worst thing that happens? Somebody walks in and goes, oh, sorry. Right. That's the worst that can happen. Yeah. But I act as if the fucking world is going to end. We all do. We I all do. It's, it, it goes back to something in childhood. Must, like, right? You're like, you're going to make fun. Oh, you're pooping. Like, you're, yeah. I, I, yeah, it makes no logical it sense. It makes none. Like, it, and again, so it's, it's going to be that. Like, oh, sorry, I didn't know you were in here. Mm-hmm. And the fucking interaction right. but i i bolted i i you know <laughs> i think it's that we don't want people to know that we we know that people we we do it yeah. but we don't want people to know we do it they, or we don't want them to have evidence yeah. That oh yeah I'm you really think do you pee oh i know <laughs> like or you poop yeah, yeah. that's the but then there's others that uh, uh hey can i use your bathroom yeah then you're like you gotta be kidding me that's what you're doing in there right this is my home Get out of here. <laughs> you don't do that at a person's home. Why not? Oh, you they got to go. Disgusting. I don't that's need that. That's what the guest bathroom's for. You, you, know, you know what? You, I tell you what, that's what the fucking bushes in the backyard are for. Oh, oh that, boy. That, not in my house. That's an interesting architectural question. Like, why is the guest bathroom like right next to the living room? It should be on the other side of the garage. Agreed. Yeah. Oh yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, or just get an outhouse. Just put an outhouse behind you. Not a bad idea. <laughs> Bring back the outhouse. Yeah. Bring back the outhouse. <laughs> Mitch Sopa, twenty twenty four. Vote for me. Uh, vote Bring for back me. the outhouse. Mitch, we were talking before you got here at length, and I don't want to. I don't want to get, get too deep into the weeds again. But you're a, you're a brilliant improviser, a brilliant sketch performer. Thank you. Do you and your friends, your groundling friends, your contemporaries, do you still? Th- get the uh, opportunity to audition for Saturday Night Live or is that really just a young person's game? Oh, I think it's a young person's game. I don't really think. So so you guys don't, you don't talk, oh, they're auditioning. Well, no, not in a long time. Okay. I mean, I have auditioned, but that is Pat. I mean, I, I, yeah, I think it's a young person's game. All right. Well, there we go. That's what I think. There's our answer. Well, we were wondering the answer. Yeah, we, but, but, like what would happen <laughs> if they were like, you know, we're going to we've got uh, some holes to fill here. We're going to take one. We're going to take one guy who's 50. One elderly. person. <laughs> <laughs> like, why not? Like, why not? Why not sure. represent a wider swath of, of society? And again, I stand by they've been doing it longer, so they're great at it. Yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. But I don't know if that's totally their goal. I, I, I'm this is just my guessing on that yeah, show. Yeah. I think that they. Uh, I, I, he seems to enjoy taking people that are maybe are uh, some greener. They mm-hmm. haven't had experience. I, I got to write on the show for two weeks, like to do a guest writing thing. I did not know that. Yeah, a couple of years ago. It was, it was a, a fascinating learning experience. My, uh, my friend Kent Sublet's one of the head writers there. So I got to do it for two weeks. But most of the writers who were there that season said, this is my first time. We never wrote sketch before. Wow. They, they are on the sketch show 
you know, the American sketch show, right. and a lot of them just come from stand up and they've never written sketch, mm. at least that season. Hmm. So I, I know so many people who have written sketch and they should just hire them. Hire them. Yeah, I, I think that there there's a there's a thing that maybe Lauren Michaels likes. That yeah, it's like I I discovered this person. Um, yeah, not all of them. I mean, certainly like Kate McKinnon had a, a lot of experience. Yes. You know, when she came and, uh, but you know, not Pete Davidson. You know, he mm-hmm. he just he didn't. You know, he kind of had to learn it. He what was are twenty. Your, Mitch, what are your thoughts <laughs> yeah, right? when it comes to Pete Davidson? Do you who do you think is funnier, him or that guy? <laughs> Because Matt Belknap stands behind that Garen Cockrell is funnier than Pete Davidson. Oh, they're both funny in different ways. <laughs> oh, you look at you. My friend's the head writer. I can't say anything. I, th- I think Pete Davidson's funny. Oh, you're out of your fucking he skull. Is I, I think he's very I do funny. think he's funny. I just think Garen. But Garen I, what I said was Garen's gotten more laughs how on this you, show. No, no, you, how can you now say you think he's funny? You made a big statement that he... No, uh, that, I, he hasn't been particularly funny on SNL because he hasn't done much. Okay, if you're asking me who I would put on SNL, now, who I personally would enjoy seeing, I would put Garen only because for a lot of I haven't seen you do sketch. I'm sorry. Oh, he doesn't do sketch. Well, like, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I'm rooting for the gay guy. Yeah. So like, there I wanted go. to see the gay guy on, sure. on SNL uh, doing yeah. gay yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. Now, Matt Belknap, by the way, is completely switching gears because I think we've kicked Pete Davidson and his very famous rich nuts enough. Yeah. Uh, 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 Matt Belknap is very upset that you haven't done your two Queens uh, videos in a while. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I go to my computer and I, I pull up the YouTube channel and I'm like, where? I, there's a, some other very funny stuff on your YouTube channel. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, but I'm like, well, where are the, the, the two You queens? can blame Drew. He's just been busy. He, I've been he's, been busy. To, he's been busy. So yeah. like, he's been very busy. So I'm like, well, we will do it. Okay. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> my wife we just and I, don't I, have the, he, it's when we were all at home, we had more time to do. Right. right? Yeah. A it was seemed, yeah, definitely a pandemic type. Uh, it, pandemic helped that kind of project. Yeah. I, now, sure. completely off topic. I, I'm a distance away from you Mitch so I can't tell is that a sweatshirt or a sweater uh it is um <laughs> it's a I, it's a sweater but it's also it's a sweater it's a sweater Matt, I can it. confirm it's a sweater can you touch yeah, it, but it, it feels... can, give me a, the, the yeah he's wearing a sweater yeah with yeah. no t-shirt it's underneath some kind of, it's it. some kind of a oh you do have a t-shirt yeah yeah. Why are you guys so layered today, by the way? It was cold. It was not, not warm out. It was like in the 60s. I'm in, a, I'm in so, my shirt sleeves like I'm going to fly a kite. You know no, what? It wasn't. <laughs> what I thought today was I'm going to wear a long sleeve shirt while I still can because the days are running mm-hmm. short. They're, they're not. We don't have too many more days of getting to wear a long sleeve shirt. It's a warming. I, think, I don't know what's going to happen this summer. I predict a very mild summer. Oh, <laughs> that's what I predict. That'd be great. I'm going to Italy in a couple of weeks. Congratulations. Nice. I've never been. Are you going on a vacation or are you going for work purposes? Uh, well, vacation. Wonderful. A, a friend of mine, my old roommate and her boyfriend, very nicely, uh, they are renting a villa. Yes. Whoa. And they invited people to come. I've, I've never been to Italy. So all we have to do is pay for our flight and like food when we're there. But I'm like, how can I not go? I'm going to tell you something about that. Get the pizza. <laughs> I've heard Italians do pizza really and well. And if, if, if they don't have that where you're at, get the pasta. Yeah, spaghetti. I mean, these are, the spaghetti you're talking about? I will see you. Danielle and I went there for our honeymoon. Um, and uh, I'm, you know, we make these jokes. You're never going to have better Italian food. I mean, it, it is. Yeah. And then you walk around and it's all fucking healthy. Uh, like you, 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 You'll feel better leaving than you did when you got there. Okay, I have a fear. Of? Well, COVID, like, what if you get it when you're there and you have to stay an extra 10 days? Then you stay an extra 10 oh days with God. the wonderful Italians. And then you, yeah. you, you put your fucking mask on, you go get your pasta. You're in great shape. 
Ugh. Yeah, having to isolate on vacation would would stink. Yeah, I would think like, that's not. Would fun. they put you in a room at the villa, or would, would they say no? Okay, hey, so go we, to the Best we, Western. We ha- I'd have to get a place yeah. because we have the villa to a certain time, and they're traveling around. Mm. I'd be on my own. So where are you going? You're going to are you doing are you doing the Rome, Florence, Venice? I land in Rome, and then it's I, I'm not quite sure where it is, but it's two hours away. Okay, from the airport. That's mm-hmm. what. And then and then the last night we're all going. to to Rome, and I have a hotel room in Rome. Oh, great! I, I got to be honest with you. I, I loved it. I, 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 I had a, a, I, I did have a, I had a, a, a panic attack when I arrived, uh, because as a comedian, I've traveled my whole life. I never had a vacation uh, since I was a kid, so I traveled as a comedian. That, and then when you arrive in Dayton, Ohio, you unpack your bag, maybe you take a little nap, then you got to get ready for the show. When I got to Italy, I didn't have to do any of that, yeah. and I didn't know what to do. And so I kind of panicked, like, you mean we don't have to do anything? And so what does that mean? Everything's free? Uh, I loved it. I oh, loved good. I loved Rome. Rome was my favorite of the three. Um, but, you know, Venice and Florence were beautiful. Oh, I love I loved every yeah. second I was there, Mitch. Yeah. You're going to love it. I can't wait. The guys I, pinch your ass. Oh, I hope. I know it. <laughs> can I pinch back? Yes, of course you can. Everything's off. Italy's different. Italy's different. <laughs> yeah. Italy's still, it's the 80s. And yeah. the, yeah, that's what I love about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're going to love it. I'm so excited for you. I'm legitimately excited yeah, that you're going great. to Italy. Thank you. I was bringing that because of the weather thing. Like, I was oh, wondering yeah. what the weather is going to be like. There. Hmm, I have no idea. I heard yeah. a song that said the weather outside is frightful. Oh. But the fire is so, so delightful. delightful. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Yeah. yeah. That seems. I don't remember the rest of the song at all, but I remember those two. So it, it, Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was written about a summer in Italy. Yeah, I think it's an Italy summer song. <laughs> it's very romantic. Yeah. I think it's Sinatra. Very romantic Sinatra. <laughs> Are you a Palm Springs guy, Mitch? Uh, I enjoy Palm Springs. Yeah, I, do. I don't go every year, but I enjoy it. You do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you a Palm Springs guy? We go about once a year as well, uh, but I know that... Uh, uh, some other single folks, and you're we got a boyfriend, but uh, the, the, they lo- you guys love to go to Palm Springs. Are you talking about gay men? Yeah. That <laughs> I, just feel like, I feel like you were tiptoeing Fucking around. Trying to dance around it unnecessarily. You gay gentlemen love to go to Palm Springs. Yes, gay. gay. What, what is it about Palm Springs? that? That's really interesting because mm-hmm. it's gay. It's like it's populated by gay people and elderly people mm-hmm. and we all kind of like west hollywood is too so there's got to be something about this <laughs> that they, dynamic we all love old references like right? it's like there's something i i there's psychological i don't know what it is i hmm. love it i do love it's true you have a you could talk about old movies with yeah. old, with with gay people and old people and equally. young gay people like i know a lot of young gay yeah. people who know old movie references yeah not all right well, kids these days. Kids. They don't, they don't appreciate care. It. Yeah. Kids, what's the matter with kids today? Kids who can understand a single thing they say. Kids, they're unreliable. Name the musical. Anybody? Uh, bye Bye Birdie. Yes. It's another romantic song. <laughs> <laughs> did you, you did theater in high school. Yes. And uh, did, you, what, did you do the staples, the Bye Bye Birdies? No, I did. Uh, it was. I really didn't get into it until my senior year. I The musical I did was the... <laughs> This is of its time. This was the 80s. We did The Wiz. You did The oh. Wiz? We did The Wiz, and it was a predominantly white hmm. high school. It makes no sense. We should have done The Wizard of Oz. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole point of The Wiz, yeah. is yes. that it's not white people. Uh, Who did you play? I was the lion. And I won an award. I won, I've won. i won in my entire life two, two acting awards. One was in high school for yes. Best Actor for playing the Cowardly Lion. 
at Birmingham High School. Good for you. You deserve it. Thank you. I was. It was an amazing performance. But it's, it, it wasn't offensive in any way, shape, or form. That the it's a white cast doing oh, the whiz. I'm, I'm sure it's offensive. <laughs> How could it not be? But yeah. it was in the '80s. You're singing "Ease on Now the Road," or yeah. I mean that that's ridiculous. Yeah. No, it, it's nothing's right about it. Yeah. Is that a good show, The Wiz? I, I remember kind of sort of liking it, but There's then not really. Songs. This, yeah, songs are good. They are. I don't remember if it's a good show. I love doing it. Yeah, of course. You, well, you got that fucking award. How could you not? <laughs> it was an award-winning performance. And what was the second award? Uh, it was in college. I won the Jack Nicholson Award at UCLA. What does that Whoa. mean? You did a lot of cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, they just give out awards at the end of the year that are just like scholarships thing, and I won something for doing acting good for you and you went I, to ucla is that what you just said for grad school yeah mm. yeah mitch sopa's here he's got a degree yeah uh, two. really helped. sounds like two two, really two. Yeah. and two awards uh, yeah i uh, by the way i just completely off topic i, I took some cbd mm-hmm. uh oil to uh deal with some pain yeah uh which is doing its job it's, oh good uh, so I, I but it's also giving me uh Dry mouth. Mm-hmm. And uh, off the air, you guys told me that maybe a soda is not the best way to go on no. this. No, I, I would suggest water. You yeah. would recommend water? Yeah, I think the water's the Gotta best. Got to wet my whistle, as they say. Mm-hmm. Garen, will you toss me a water then? I don't know why I fucking had to save this for the... Yeah, I think <laughs> a Coke and soda Coming in. is a dryer. Hey, please. Nice. nice, and I even caught it. Thank you very much. Did I maybe just tear my labrum doing that? Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, oh then we that, make it both. That hit really weird, but I'm going to be all right. Where's your pain? Ah, uh, dude. You don't, you don't you, talk where about isn't you, his pain? You don't have the time. Okay. <laughs> okay. You, get, uh, get Marianne to kiss the spots where there's no pain. I don't know what that means what does that at mean? all. Who's Marianne? From, what, uh, what are you, from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, Marianne. You said kiss me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a that's a deep. You threw that out there as if we're like all yeah. gonna just. But, no, but no, now that you know it, it's great. Yeah, it that is was a great reference. Yeah. Great reference, and you don't ever do those. <laughs> You're not a reference guy. Eh, You're not a reference guy. I mean, I don't go out of my way because I I'm worried that I'm going to get it wrong. I thought you meant Marianne from Gilligan's Island. I did too. Yeah, and I yeah. didn't know what that meant. Well, we all wanted to kiss all. her. Yeah, well, okay. even you gay guys probably wanted to, right? No, the professor. <laughs> oh, really? I thought he was. You hot. liked him, Russell? What's his name, Russell? Russell, well, I was going to say Russell Brand, but I was too. <laughs> he is the best looking. He is the best looking cast Davis? member on that show. Oh, the professor was hot. It was not a. He was not a tough contest. <laughs> yeah, fair. And dude, it was no contest. <laughs> I know it's like Thurston Howell, right. Gilligan, yeah, Jim Skipper. Backus, Bob Denver, <laughs> Alan Hale, and Russell. Whatever. Yeah, you're Davis? gonna you're gonna fuck the professor. Yeah, yeah. he's clearly the best. Russell, looking. give us the initial he last was name. Handsome. Yeah, he was. And he knows what to do with nuts. Russell J. Russell J. No, that's not his name. Russell J. No, no, no. The initials J. Oh. J. Really? Johnson, J- Russell Johnson. Johnson. Is it, yeah, it is just Russell Johnson, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. The professor and Mary and they t- say the two sexy ones. and the rest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The first season was yeah. and the rest. Very strange. Isn't that weird? It didn't take a lot of time to say those other two names, but they <laughs> couldn't be bothered. Yeah, I know. Or did, maybe they, they, no, it couldn't. Did I, they? Do you think originally they had ideas of like maybe there'd be other survivors that we didn't meet right that's away? That's what I thought. Yes, like, oh. mingle, like like Lost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I Another side it. of the island. I doubt there was that much thought. <laughs> oh, somebody Schwartz. Somebody yeah. should do a web series where it's the other people who never got on air. <laughs> well, that's fun. The uh, the other the re- the, it'd be called the rest. The other minnows. Of, yeah, and the rest. Very the good. The rest. I it's like such it. an insult to those two people. Yes, it was. <laughs> such an insult. Do you think that that's why they changed the song? Like maybe the representation went and said, hey. hey. Do you think that when those two actors were watching the first episode, they didn't know the theme song? Right. And they go, what the fuck? <laughs> yes. They and, called their agents. Yeah. 
I mean, that's a slight. It's, it's very. A slight. I can't think of her name at the moment, Marianne's. Uh, the Don Wells. Don Wells. Thank you very much. She died. We just COVID. lost her recently, right? Yeah. But she was know. dealing with some health issues, if I'm not mistaken, correct? She had COVID. COVID. Right? <laughs> but prior to that, wasn't oh, she? I don't maybe. Know. Was she possibly immune? Comorbidities. Compromised? Maybe. Tito Louise is still with us. Yeah, I think she's the only one still alive. Wow. Yeah, you're right. But they live on forever on our screens, don't they? Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> yeah, they do. The amount of time I wasted as a child watching Gilligan's Island, because there's three TV, four TV channels, because Gilligan's Island was on the local. Yeah. Um, like, that show sucks. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I watched it. it's so it. enjoyable. Yeah, right? The mm-hmm. one I would watch the reruns of was Bewitched. I was obsessed. You like Bewitched. Bewitched. I wanted to be... Samantha Stevens. Yeah. The two people I wanted to be when I was a little boy, I mean, this might be a clue that I was getting, <laughs> was Samantha Stevens on Bewitch and the Bionic Woman. Lindsay Wagner. Blonde, beautiful blonde women with powers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, did you ever get to be? <laughs> you, did, wait a minute, you did do that uh, that that uh, that odd. Well, I think it was NBC where you, you recreated oh, the, the sitcom show. Yeah. So you you could have had a chance to do it. We did do Bewitched. Oh. I was Darren, though. You were Darren. I played Darren. We did two episodes of Bewitched. Oh, I was wonderful. Darren. Yeah. I remember doing that, and they recreated the set, and thinking, wow. oh, my God, I'm on the Bewitched set. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, that was totally Who cool. Who played uh, Samantha Stevens? Two different. Daniel Hoover played it. Oh, I know Daniel Hoover. And I know the name Ashley. Oh, God, I'm terrible. I'm blanking on her name. Simpson. She was a very popular singer. <laughs> she was a comedic genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and quick on her feet. Remember when the, oh. the, the, the music track screwed up? And oh, yeah. She really reacted well. <laughs> SNL. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it Ashley, uh, Ashley Banfield from uh, formerly of CNN now on Court TV? That was it. Yeah. That makes really sense. good at characters. Makes the most sense. Great characters. Did she inject the fact that her child was near the building of 9-11? She inserted herself into the 9-11 story, mm-hmm. uh, which I think cost her her job at CNN. That was back in the days where uh, news apparently had integrity. They, they care. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that changed real fast. Uh, real fast. Real fast. Oh, Mitch, just to be sure, uh, you haven't been on the show in a while. You voted for Trump, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. I mean, was there a choice? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. No, no, there was only one good choice, and that was Trump. Thank that was you. it. And you're wearing your red sweater to back it up. <laughs> I appreciate it. I remember my father. Okay, so my father, this is my father's passed away. So when he, the year he was dying, he was a big, like, we would fight over politics you would. really bad. Would you really, would you fight like uh, like a meathead and Archie Bunker? Like uh, I guess if that's the, yes, I guess that's <laughs> a really great example. Yeah. Screaming at each other. And when, by by the time Trump was running, I just, I never talked about it with him because he wasn't in the best health. I just never talked about it. Then Trump got elected. Never talked about it. My dad's in the hospital and he says to me, out of nowhere, he smiled at me and goes, so, what do you think about Trump? Oh. And I went, Dad, we have made it this far and not talked about it, and I don't think we should. And then he said, well, I think he's going to do a great job. Oh, Jesus. And I said, well, I beg to differ, and let's end this conversation. <laughs> wow. But I remember, yeah. So my dad voted for Trump. Um, my dad, and we talked about this at the live show in, in Chicago, uh, I, I don't know, because I'm afraid to have that those sort of conversations with my dad. I don't want I don't want to have that fight. Yeah. Um, so I don't know to this day if he voted for Trump or not. I asked him one time, he said, I, voting is my business, and then he adjusted his red hat and walked away. <laughs> so uh, I think he did the first time, and I know for a fact he did not the second time. Oh, good. And I know his wife did not the first time, and I, but I don't know where my, my dad's an old Italian guy from, in Chicago, very conservative. Yeah. Um, but also has some liberal thoughts. He's fucking, my dad's complex. 
<laughs> <laughs> he confuses me with the with the voting for Trump. It's all confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he might be president again. Mm. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I'm sorry. And Brought if so, we up. are doomed. We <laughs> yeah, are. we're not doing great. No, it's not. Not been <laughs> no. a good. Not been a good. Not been, no. <laughs> okay. So you want to talk about Pete Davidson again? No. <laughs> what was the thing? What were, there was something we were going to talk about. On we, SNL? You stopped him from saying off the air. Oh, what? Yeah, right. What was Mitch. it? Game show. Oh, the game. Yes. Oh. oh. You were oh. saying you were on a game show. Yeah, I've been on at, five. Oh. And we did talk about this the last yes. time you were on, but there was, you won, uh, what was the name of the show? The uh, the last one I was on. Oh, this is what we won on the Hollywood question. Showdown. Yeah, Hollywood Showdown. Oscar trivia. Right, and you won on an Oscar trivia question. Yes. What was all right, the write question? Down. Write, down, write down your answers. Do you want to guess your answer? Write it down. Yeah, we're yeah. all going to. Okay, you ready? Yeah. It's since changed, but this was at the time. It's oh, early well, what, 2000s. What year was the? Uh, no, uh, yeah, early 2000s. Okay. By the way, something tells me if you look at the Never Had Funny show notes, uh, we did this. We, we, we may have already Maybe, done this. but whatever. You cut it out. <laughs> um, or it's fascinating twice. Uh, there are two actors. Uh, both of them have been nominated for Best Actor more than any other actor, yet neither one of them have ever won. Name one of them. Okay, I'm writing this down. And again, I know that this is a... Now, has either of them won since you got this? No, but one one of them got nominated one more time. Uh, So now he's the most... And didn't win. Okay. Most nominated, never won. So these guys have never won. So my two guesses stink. No, one of them I think got a special Oscar, but they've never actually won the Oscar that they got nominated Right, right. Okay, okay. Uh... All right, I, I, I have I, weird Oscar I panicked and put down a name. Okay. I, I also. I had a couple of names that I thought were good, uh, but then I believe they've won. They've won. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of hard to thread this needle. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> the eye of the hurricane. But when you hear it, you'll go, oh, yeah. You think so? I think so. This isn't a good guess, but I know he hasn't won. All right. Hey, Garen, are you in? Unless he has. I have two names. <laughs> what do you got? Oh, wow. Garen, Garen, give your names. I said Donald Sutherland and James Kahn. Okay. No, no, no. There's no way that's the right yeah. answer. James Conn. All right, I, I, I admit this isn't a great guess, but I'm going to say Kirk Douglas. Kirk Douglas. No, Matt Bonnet. I wonder if he's won. <clears throat> he, he definitely got a special he award. Must have. Oh, he might not have. Uh, my guess was Tom Cruise. No. Okay. Uh, I said Paul Newman. No, he has won. Yeah, he I, I thought Paul Newman. I don't know when you were on the television. <laughs> he won for <laughs> Color of Malice. No, Color of Money. Color of Money. You're right. Yeah, he won for that, which is a shitty movie that no. I loved. Yeah, and he shouldn't have won for that, but but, but it, right. it, it, so it many other of, things. It was one of those. It's like okay. Scorsese winning for The Departed. Exactly. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, Peter O'Toole. Peter O'Toole oh. is the most nominated now in everyone because he got nominated one more time for that movie Venus. Oh. After. And the other one's Richard Burton. Richard Burton. Oh, oh. Used to remember, he was married to Liz for a while. Mm-hmm. Twice. Yeah, they got remarried. A, a few, a few folks can say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a. Uh, so, how many times were they nominated? Oh, I don't know a lot. Okay. But yeah. you knew the at the time you knew the answer. I knew the answer. I, I actually knew both of them. And you won. Wow. And I won. Wow. Twelve thousand something dollars. Nice, nice. Wouldn't you like twelve? What somebody right now just walks in and gets twelve thousand dollars? I think Glenn Close now is the most nominated woman yeah, without winning. She might be up there mm-hmm. with Peter O'Toole now, or, or Richard Burton. She's never won. Huh. I will say to your point, Matt Bell, that I don't think he's been uh, nominated very often. Right. Uh, we we don't treat him with uh, as an actor with the respect we should. He's a really good Tom actor, Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think you don't think he's a good actor. I enjoy him a lot in 
uh, his action movies. Like, I, I don't want anybody else in movies but him, but I don't know. You don't think he's great in Rain Man? He's great in Rain Man. He does, yes. I think he was more interesting when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, he's I, kind of rubbed off some of the edges. Yeah, he's like a politician now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think he's terrible, but I, I. Oh boy, I think he's very good at playing Tom Cruise, like you said. Like yeah. when you when you see a his bread and butter Top Gun type movie or Mission Impossible. Oh, I, it's I, great. You don't want anybody it's else. Great. You'll follow him anywhere. Yeah, because yeah. he's great, The though. commitment level is is yeah. so <laughs> prominent. Garen, uh, look up right. Go to Rotten Tomatoes right now, please. <laughs> give me give me an updated Rotten Tomato score on Top Gun. Because at one point it was like ninety seven percent. Everyone yeah. seems to love it. They right? love it. Seems like it's a good one. I never cared about the first. Oh one. no, the first one sucks. Yeah. Okay. Good. Oh, my sister oh, watched that so many times. It, it might I suck, it but it's in my head. fun. I mean, we we just rewatched it, or, yeah. or Oliver watched it for the first time. Yeah. Um, everything I loved about it, now I don't love about it. Like yeah. I just watched, like, oh no, this is not a good movie. The volleyball scene's the best thing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and apparently there is a volleyball scene in the new one too. I, there has to be. Yeah. yeah, but that's. I mean, there's a lot of scenes that they did in the first one too. But I, I'm. That seems like that's. I, I guess you're right. They have to do it, but also it's kind of like, huh. Even this scene, you're gonna you're gonna go back to the well on it. Like maybe it could be basketball instead of volleyball. I don't know. Right. Like just mix it up a they're little. Also, they're, Soccer. They've also got planes again. <laughs> well, I can't believe they're doing that again. I, they're going, we get it. You put on the brakes, we'll fly right by. But clearly, uh, they they put a lot of as you see from all these. They're 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 shoving those behind the scene things down your throat. Like it, part of the trailer is like showing them how they made it, and they did a lot of shooting with them actually flying planes. And I got to say, the G force is not. Uh, not the actor's friend, not the face's friend, because because oh, you're, you're yeah. you know it goes like this. Even yeah. even the beautiful Tom Cruise looks a little weird when he's got G's in his face. Now, let me tell you something about Tom Cruise. You ask him why does he do his own stunts. That's like asking uh, Gene Kelly why does he do his own dancing. Yeah, it's a lot like that. that's a, that's a Tom, it's a Tom <laughs> a Cruise quote. <laughs> Did he say that? Yeah, he said that. Yeah. Oh. Huh. Basically, he's saying because uh, that's my job. Yeah, I, that's my job. Fair. My job is that I do that. But and yeah. I, I, uh, I accept but that. Gene, I, yes, I can accept that logic, but like Gene Kelly didn't risk his life dancing. <laughs> yeah, it's so next job to do that for you. Right. Every Tom, other yeah. Tom doesn't think every so. other movie star I mean, he also has a stunt double, but he does a lot of them. I feel like he's 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 leaned more into that as he's gotten older too. Like I don't you never heard about that in the nineties or the eighties that he's like, you know, he oh, does no. all his own stuff. That's a good point. Now he's Jack Palance doing the one hand <laughs> yeah. push ups. He really does seem to want to prove that he's, yeah. he's, he's got t- it. He's two years away from doing a one handed push up. <laughs> the guy jumped up and not on a couch and he's he's forever trying to erase yeah. our memories of that. Yeah, you can't. I listened to a podcast about that, um, that was basically saying like we all remembered that wrong. Like in the moment, and it was definitely hyped up like as look at this crazy ass guy, but it happened right at the dawn of YouTube. And so it went viral in a way that it wouldn't have before. Uh But if you watch the whole thing or if you talk to someone who was in the audience, he was just giving everybody what they wanted. Like it was it was very much a moment of like the crowd is insanely hyped to see him because they like specifically brought in Tom Cruise fans to be the audience. Hmm. And. And he was just like feeding off of their crazy energy and he had crazy energy. And it was just kind of one of those things where like in the context of what was happening, it was it wasn't that weird. It was a little weird, but it wasn't that weird. Right. And it was almost like he knew like I'm being silly and crazy right now, but that's what we're all doing here. Like this is what it is. And then it just Uh-oh. got isolated as like, look at this, look at this maniac. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I, I found that really interesting. Um, Let's not forget he's in a cult. 
I know. Let's not forget I, that. And there was also, it was in the same span of time that he kind of went nuts on Matt Lauer, which in retrospect, maybe was <laughs> who's the hero yeah. <laughs> maybe it was Tom Cruise right but he was you know, it was about uh, it, was, right? it was about psychology or yeah, the, yeah it was when it was when the the curtain was being pulled back a little bit on his weirdness was that also like around the time he was he and Nicole Kidman were getting a divorce too this was right when he was the reason why he was jumping up and down on the couch was because he had just started dating Katie Holmes and so Oprah was asking him if he's in love with Katie Holmes. I'm in love. And then he yeah, jumped and, up and he was down. like, I'm in love. Yeah. And so it was like a kind of playing to the crowd type situation. But yeah, it, it was a, there was there was weirdness. I mean, I'm when are they going to make that Katie Holmes movie? I uh, mean, that's a movie. The escape <laughs> when she escaped. Yes. I mean, yeah. that's a movie. No one talks about that. Why don't you do it then? You and this drogi. Uh, can I play <laughs> this drogi? Yeah. I want to play Katie Holmes. You want to play Holmes? Yeah. I think there's a better casting, Mitch, if I may. <laughs> really? I like the idea of you creating this and maybe mm-hmm. behind the cameras. Hey, I, wait, you want to see, you want to hear my Katie Holmes? Uh, yeah. yeah. Let, me, let me close my eyes. Dawson. <laughs> I never saw Dawson scream, but that was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. I've heard her Dawson. Um, just dropped my pen. Yeah. Threw it up to catch it. Didn't uh, even come we caught the water. It was very nice, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really. It was one of the impressive. better catches you've ever seen. It really, <laughs> I have you, to Mitch. say, I agree. I, th- I appreciate the honesty. <laughs> um, guess what time it is? You care and sucks. Ninety-six percent, by the way. Ninety-six percent for Top Gun, with mm. hundred and thirty-nine reviews, and nobody so. here has seen it yet. Mm-hmm. No, you can, t- tomorrow night is the first time you can. Although our friends uh, Gary Mann and his son saw it, and they thought it was a, a they thought it was a joy. Mm-hmm. Oh. The, the worst review I saw was um, it relies a lot on Tom Cruise's charisma, and but uh, but it, it works. <laughs> okay, that's not, <laughs> like, not a terrible review, right? Yeah, what what a weird. Like the guy who's world famous for his charisma, it uses that. <laughs> I think, How I dare they? They, they just the lean on like it's like, that's all. Yeah, that's they don't all. Have much that's all it's got. That. Sure, and that's okay. Yeah. Did anybody that's, see every, uh, everything everywhere all at once? Yes. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah, I think we all. I did. liked it a lot. Oh, oh. I liked it a lot. <laughs> oh. I didn't, as I've said on the show, I, I didn't trip over my dick about it. Like the rest of you fucking people I in this town. I tripped over my dick. I know you did. I loved it. He loved it too. He wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Venom like to shut up. <laughs> what, what words are you putting in his mouth? I don't know. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you who wouldn't. Uh, tell you who wouldn't talk like that, Garrett. Pete Davidson. I was going to say maybe uh, just because when you finished the theme song ended, you said Garrett sucks. I was hoping maybe just for one episode you could say Pete sucks. <laughs> I think I've said that enough. <laughs> he's a, he's a. I'll say he's a very nice guy. You know Pete him. Davidson. When I met him, when I wrote on SNL, he was very pleasant. Sweet. Very sweet. By the way, cut to three weeks from now. Uh, <laughs> Pete Davidson's here with us. He's taking time away from. <laughs> I welcome it. Look, no one is harder on Pete Davidson than Pete Davidson. Like he sure. will, he will shit all over himself yeah, until he, the cows come home. You know why? He knows he sucks. <laughs> your words, not mine. Uh, here, here's your question. Okay. Uh, here's your category. Qu- category soundtracks. Oh, oh. soundtracks. That's oh. an interesting topic. Boy. I'm going to need about 15 to 20 minutes to decide on my wager for this one. Shit. I'm, I'm going to panic. I think people are going to do well. What? So we write down the wager first? That's the yeah. thing, though. His clue, his categories don't help you because you hear that and you're like, oh, well, I know about soundtracks. But it could be a very hard question in soundtracks. Right. Yeah. Now, you're a trivia whiz. So yeah, maybe... but I don't know always about the score, the soundtrack. 
Soundtrack is yeah, different. Do you think it's oh, yeah? True. Do you think it's soundtrack or score? Sometimes, sometimes soundtracks songs. have a little score on them. They do, yeah. they and sometimes soundtracks have sound songs that are not in the movie at all. Of course. Yeah, it's always weird. Inspired uh, by no. that was a big hit in the '90s when they would just put out a, no. a basically a rap album, and it would be like it's songs inspired by Above the Rim. <laughs> do us a favor, just put those songs in the closing credits, at least, please. <laughs> or they would have a song that has nothing to do with the movie. Like remember the movie White Nights? Yeah, uh-huh. and the song was like "Say You Say Me." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like what? What? Huh. The, Wait, it was White Nights with like Barishnikov? Yeah, and yeah. Gregory Hines. And Gregory Hines and Isabella Rossellini. Yeah, what a weird that movie stunk. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> right, did. but it had "Say You Say Me" in it, it and did. I think it, it had sure another did. big song. The, in it. the Phil Collins one. Yes. Oh, uh, separate can, lives. Yeah. Right. Oh, was it? oh yeah. You have no right. You have no right to ask me how I feel. I love that. It's the best. Isn't that line great? Yes. You have no right to Mer- ask me how I feel. You have no right. Is it Marilyn Martin? I want to say Marilyn Martin. I don't think so. Was it Marilyn Martin? Do you want to bet? No, I don't want to It bet. sounds like you want to bet. <laughs> Maybe it was Marilyn Martin. Don't let him bully you into this bet. I'm not Sounds to me like you want to bet. <laughs> I don't want to bet. I don't really want to, but it sounds like you Is want to. I'm trying to accommodate you. I, I will not bet. Oh, you, Mitch, there's a song. You have to now. Let's come on, hundred bucks each. <laughs> what the fuck, uh, Gary? Was it Marilyn Martin? Uh, what What exactly is your question? <laughs> Who sang "Separate Lie"? Who was the duet? Phil Wait. Collins. Oh, and? the duet. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, performed by yes. Phil Collins and and Marilyn Martin. Thank you very oh, much. what happened to her? I don't know. It's like Elton John, Kiki D. Yeah, Kiki was <laughs> it, one big hit. Kiki mm-hmm. had a Kiki had a nice career. And then she did that duet with Elton John, and then we never heard of her again. I had never heard of her before that. She, uh, she was, oh, yeah. She not, was like Australian, right? Yeah. Uh, she was, uh, Europe seemed to enjoy her more than the States. Oh, oh, oh. One of those. She, I believe she was also Maven in Elton's backing band for a little while, and also, like, maybe on tour would be somebody that would sing. But And you let her come front, yeah, come forward. Front and center. I'm yeah. breaking my heart. Don't God, go breaking my heart. I, I, I don't know if I love the song more as a child than that one. It's great. God, I love that song. What was the woman who uh, had one or two, I think one duet hit in the 80s, and then we didn't hear from her for like 15 years, and then she was on Allie McBeal, and then she had a song on Allie McBeal. Who is it? Oh, Vonda Shepard. Vonda Shepard, yeah. I love Vonda Shepard. Yeah, what was What was song? the song, though? It was a, it was a uh, random yes. dude and her. Uh, we talked about it not long ago, like maybe six months ago. We did? On this show, yeah. Like, within the last year, I think we talked no about way. it. No way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh my God! It's just one of those quintessential '80s songs where the video is just them on a stage, just no lights, just a spotlight on them singing, and it's like super, a super boring video. By the way, speaking of Ally McBeal, Calista Flockhart is doing "Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf" at the Geffen right now. Yes. Oh. Um, a, a friend of mine saw it, and apparently somebody yelled out, "You know the play." Somebody, I, I, I don't know enough about it. Oh uh, well, this. it's they drink all night. You, I mean they. So somebody couldn't take it anymore, and they yelled out, "Go to bed!" <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no! At the Geffen, night mother. That's an upset. Oh, Holy mother. shit! Jesus. Go to bed. So it's not good, I guess, huh? I've heard it's a little rough. Boy, oh boy! Um, I never got on the Flockhart train. I never. Uh, I love her uh, and Ally McBeal. I never liked Ally McBeal. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. And you I remember ha- her in the Birdcage. I don't. She's the uh, the young woman who's marrying the son of oh. Robin Williams gotcha. and Nathan, and Nathan Lane. Lane. Interesting, yeah. uh, Mitch. This is another this trivia. This is not the trivia question. Okay, here, okay. This is not a soundtrack. Here's my question for you. 
I have. Uh, I'm going down a thing where I'm watching nothing oh, but yeah. uh, old television programs, uh, and I'm binging them. Like uh, I won't tell you my most current one, but before uh, before that, I did all of Cagney and Lacey, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Before that, I did Diagnosis Murder. Wow. Which is amazing. Before CBS that, I shows. did uh, <laughs> some other. Basically, I'm a 78 year old woman. Uh, so now I'm watching a show that nobody even knew existed, and I'm enjoying it. What? It stars Sharon Gless. Do you know what show I'm watching? It was post Cagney and Lacey. Post Cagney and Lacey. Is it a drama series? It is a drama series. And on CBS, to your point. How many seasons? There are two available. I don't know if there are more than I'm that. I'm sure that I do remember Sharon Glass being in other things. Was she like a reporter? She was a lawyer. She was a Beverly Hills lawyer, lawyer who had enough of Beverly Hills and then decided to be a public defender. What was it called? Like High Heels? <laughs> it is not, sir. It's called The Trials of Rosie O'Neill. I remember that. You do. I do remember that time. Yeah, that's I think it's terrific. Is it? <laughs> there is I'll tell you what, there's not there's not a schmaltzier Opening credit sync, uh, sequence, it's got uh, a song written by Carol King, mm. sung by Melissa Manchester, that is so fucking melancholy. Uh, that was that and then, time. And then the, it, I mean, it's clearly, the, the credits end with a, uh, with them uh, showing a rose. Like it's like it's like it's like it's like the opening credits are nothing but a Hallmark yeah, card, awful. and it's, it's clearly oh, for sixty-year-old no. women this TV show. Yeah. But that title, what's the title again? The Trials of Rosie O'Neill. There was like that period of time where it was like remember the days and nights of Molly Dodd. Yes, that's that the one I was trying to remember when you said when you told us about this last week. Ah. that's what I was thinking of. I remember that being a really good show. That was I like do one too. Of the first uh, dramedy, uh, they would call it. Yeah, invented the dramedy. Right, in thirty something. No, right, 30-some. it was an hour long show but it was funny who was the star of that blair brown blair brown she was great you loved her loved her why wouldn't you she's terrific deserves it <laughs> she, she probably got a certificate in high school like you did i mean she played, mm-hmm. did she play the lion i would imagine she did <laughs> i bet she played dorothy oh there's no question she's dorothy you know i directed this is a true story uh my senior year in high school i directed uh the wizard of oz uh for uh for us to perform for the school to perform uh for the local grade schools and so I cast it and uh, did all of that. And uh, I cast a man as the witch because he was the best. Hmm. Got, got, named, got named Paul Crow. Uh, he was, of all the auditions, he was the best. And I said, you know what? Uh, did, did he play it as a woman? He did not. No, he, he, as a, a he, warlock. he just he just kind of played it as a witch. <laughs> as a warlock. I mean, he wore the no, he wore the fucking hat, and he you know he he, okay. he, he did an impression of the Wicked Witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, he was the best. Oh, I'd love to see that. It was uh, well. Uh, <laughs> I guess congratulations. Yeah. for being so progressive. Well, yeah. listen uh, <laughs> for for having yet another man take a part away from a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a good point. <laughs> Did I have to explain it to all the young children on the way out why it was a man? Yes, I may have had to. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the children were confused by. Uh, oh, they were uh, sure. being, it being a gentleman. Yeah. Um, it uh, my rehearsal technique because we would rehearse before and after school. Is and this was stupid of me, but I would I treated uh, directing this thing as the same that I uh, when we were in a band doing rehearsal, and then you go okay let's uh, let's rehearse our set, and so you go from the uh, beginning to the end, and then you go okay great. I treated uh, rehearsals like that with this play too. So Act One and half of, uh, Act Two got a it's really good, <laughs> and then because we'd always run out of time, the end of it was maybe people not knowing their lines so well, because I directed it like that. Instead of going, let's work on the last scene, I would yeah, go, all right, let's yeah. start it, yeah. and then, all right, that's time. You mm. never got, there's scenes that never got? There, that well, I, I got to them maybe once or twice, but the, the right. top of the show, 
Uh, very good. That's, That's really how you learn. Funny. Very good. You make that mistake and you don't, you, you learn. I was given a, and I actually, I, I too received a, uh, some sort of award for, because nice. uh, I had the, I thought, it, I thought it would be interesting to direct a, a, a play. Yeah. And then do it for the young kids. And the kid, you, you look out the window and they're on a little field trip. You know, the teacher's leading them and they're all walking behind single file. Come on in, children. Enjoy three-fourths of this show. <laughs> there's, there's a the big, last part's a train wreck. Big, big drop off at the end. It's a train wreck. And it was a train wreck. <laughs> when she clicks her heels, it's... Nothing happened. It, it, nothing happened. Nothing happened. She didn't get home. Oh, line. Nope. Honestly, the story of Wizard of Oz is kind of a... The ending is kind of a letdown anyway, so you might as well lean into it. Oh, you know, when yeah. you find out it's the wizard's just some guy, it's like, oh, really? That's the whole thing? And it was it no, is, worse right? than, no worse than that, that it was all a dream. Well, that's that's the, the ultimate insult. <laughs> so we, we needn't have wasted our time with this. And every, everybody compliments Bob Newhart for doing the dream sequence. It happened earlier in The Wizard of Oz. Thank you. Suck it, Newhart. <laughs> Finally. I had a great interaction with Bob Newhart when I met him, Mitch. He was the nicest man in the I world. I bet he was. Oh, my God. It was a joy when I met him. Nice man. Uh, all right. Here's your question. Hold on. Garen, what's the name of that song? Oh, yeah. It's called uh, Can't We Try? Can't we try just a little bit harder? Can't we try just a little bit more? Uh, is it Dan Hill? Is it Dan Hill? Dan Hill. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. You're welcome. He had the, uh, the huge song with, Sometimes when we touch, the honesty's too much. I have to close my eyes and cry. That's a beautiful song. Really? How dare you? My heart's broken. Twelve years old. Till we both break down I was and never The problem with Dan Hill's career is that his name was too unusual. People couldn't couldn't wrap their name. What? Dan Hill. Oh, what is it? what are these letters? They don't make sense together. Uh, are we ready? Yes. What we got the category. Now we need the question. Okay. Soundtrack. Uh, soundtracks. This came in at seven forty seven AM. Okay. Good morning. There we go. Here's your question. <laughs> what song plays over the opening credits in the documentary Super Size Me? What song? What? There's got to be a reason for this question. Song over Supersize Me. What uh, what song plays over the opening credits in the documentary Supersize Me? (laughs) This is... A movie we probably all saw once Mm -hmm. 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. I hate it. I did not. I've never seen it, actually. Okay. I, I know what it's about, though. Mm. I did. Here's what. Here's my problem with it. He, he. He. The premise was to show how McDonald's is not good for you. He. Uh, he decided to have, I, I believe, a double quarter pounder with cheese three times a day. Uh, like he, his his meal was something nobody really gets. He was leaning into trying to make yes. it the worst. Yeah. Uh, whereas we know Wayne Fetterman eats at McDonald's, I believe, every day. <laughs> and <laughs> he's uh, fine. I, I haven't had McDonald's in so long. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Same here. I had my yearly uh, fillet of my uh, fillet of fish uh, a few months ago. I used to love. I used to. My first job was in McDonald's. It was. Yeah, in yeah. Encino. Did you? Where'd you grow? You grew up here. I grew up in. Well, mostly yeah, in L.A., but mostly in the Valley. I understand. Do you understand? <laughs> get, you understand words. I get you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks I, for getting me, man. I see you, man. You must have loved Encino, man. Then. <laughs> yeah, I'm mean, the movie. Yeah. Never. Which, I've never seen it. Thirty. But I had seen Valley Girl. Oh, sure. oh, that looks good. Does that hold up? Do you think no. it holds up? No. I saw it recently during the pandemic when I was watching everything. Yeah. Well, not during the pandemic. It's still going on. But during the lockdown. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. I hadn't seen it in a long time. Did you watch the new Valley Girl, the musical? No. It uh, it stars that guy, the the uh, uh, he's a viral guy, and he's not good. <laughs> he's not good. Um, it sucked. 
I bet. It was really one of the Pauls, bad. right? Who's it? Yeah, one of the Pauls. Oh, Pauls, that yeah. guy? Yeah, Logan, there's the Logan Paul? Is that his name? He Logan played the, or Jake. I think it's Logan. He was the Nicolas Cage role? He was, I forget what role he was, to be honest with you. Oh. He must have either... No, I think he was her preppy boyfriend, maybe? That makes more sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that stunk. Is it Deborah Foreman? Deborah Foreman. Who was the original? Yeah. I think that's her name. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Was that her only thing? She no, had to do other things. She was, she was, she's got a small role in uh, Real Genius. Uh, she had like oh. three in a row. She had Valley Girl and then two other ones that were pretty big. And then she kind of disappeared. And then, this is 100% true, she was waiting. Uh, she was a waitress at the residuals, that bar. Yeah. And I just moved her and I went, you're Deborah Foreman. And it was clear that nobody really had recognized her in a while. And she was like, no, 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 my name is, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm just, and she did not oh, want to admit it was her. No. Yeah. Oh, it was, uh, but it was a as a, as a gentleman who enjoyed her image on my television screen <laughs> uh, for moments at a time. There's no question. That's so depressing. It was her. That's so depressing. Uh, what part that I would masturbate to Deborah Foreman? <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then there she was. And part of me was like, do I get to ask her out? Do I like? Should I ask her on a date? Should, what do I do? <laughs> so maybe it wasn't her though. It was her. No question in my mind. No question in my mind. It was her. Mm-hmm. I will refer you to the case of Jimmy versus John Krasinski. John Krasinski. The there was a you, guy. You know who you masturbate to? <laughs> yeah, I don't masturbate to Krasinski. Oh, okay. How old were Why you not? at the time? At what time? When you saw her? Oh, I was. Uh, it was nineteen ninety-five. Okay. So what is that? Twenty-nine. You were 20. I was twenty-nine years old. Yeah. yeah. I was twenty. There's so there's no doubt in my mind it was her. Mm. You want to bet a hundred bucks? <laughs> yes. <laughs> there's no way to prove it. This is the one thing you take me out. Yeah, I'll, yeah, do I'll that. take you out because you can't prove it. <laughs> right. Unless you call her right now and said, "Remember, there was a guy who said this." I believe she lives in Orange County. She and Diane Franklin do some. Uh, oh. You know, they do the, those uh, '80s retro shows. They'll show up like, oh a, yeah, 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 like on the cruises and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. every dude my age loved those two women. Every mm-hmm. straight dude my age. Mm-hmm. No, if Billy Zabka did that, I'd be on board. Oh, you like Billy? You like the new Karate Kid? You like the Cobra Kai? I, uh, no, I didn't watch it. Oh, I, I know it's everyone horrible, loved, but it's <laughs> but it's great. I I was just never been into Karate Kid. Yeah, it's like, I just sure. even when it came out, I, I loved it. Billy Zabka. I was like, what is that? He is. Sure. Uh, he's, he's a good actor too. He's another guy. Yeah, it's heard he's really good in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is good. Then you got uh, there's some uh, some not so talented folks on there as well. But yeah. Uh, Dry, dry mouth. <laughs> I just sound like you were choking on all the bile you've been spitting about the cast of Cobra Kai. I love the, I, I love the show. Yeah, sure. but it's absolutely atrocious. But you yeah. love it. Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 a it's an odd show because it really does capture the the crappiness of the movies, but in a in an authentic way that is almost like impressive. And does it feel like it's eighty an eighties like Stranger Things? Feels uh, like it's movie? not. It's it takes place now, but like it is in the style in a weird way and a little bit in the style of those like 80s teen movies, but not in a parody way. It's just like it's really like celebrating the sort of flat like <laughs> like genericness of those movies. Is Elizabeth Shue in it at all? She, I, I don't like to give away spoilers, yeah. Mitch. Another one. What happened to her? She did uh, Leaving Las Vegas. Yes. And, and she, an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm that I saw. Oh, good. Like she was wow. great in Leaving Las Vegas. Yes, mm-hmm. she was. She was also great in Karate Kid. <laughs> She's a good actress. That was she her was, first she, role, I think. She was the. Oh, yeah. Remember in Back to the Future 2, she replaced the yeah, original the girlfriend, yeah. Jennifer. Yeah. 
Yep. Jennifer, was that her name? The girlfriend? I think so, yeah. That's weird, right? Yeah, they, that poor actress. I know. Well, right? That's, that's going to be horrible. What? Do you know that that woman, that actress, owns a shop on Ventura Boulevard, just, just down the street here, and in the window, the reason I know that is because in the window, she has like, it's a clothing store, like it's a women's boutique kind of thing, but there's, a, you can go in there and buy a t-shirt that has the Save the Clock Tower pamphlet from back uh-huh. to the, like she's celebrating the fact that she was in one of those yeah, three right. movies good for her good yeah for her. she deserves it it's just uh odd though. what uh so, so she's in there you can walk in there and meet her if you want um no <laughs> all right i, I could feel bad for her and not want to meet her yeah I, I, but i do but good for her yeah. uh so uh, on on rosie o'neill last night uh, there was a uh i've never seen I, I couldn't believe this person showed up they were they were an end of show credit uh but they then ended up being a huge star and uh, she had a uh, small little role in this. And this was what early '90s, late '80s. Boy, oh boy, maybe '93. I don't know when Rosie O'Neill was on. Mm. When did? Do you know when Cagney and Lacey ended? I would guess '92. Yeah, early yeah. '90s. Like later than you think, probably. What do you got? It <laughs> lasted a long time. Yeah. Rosie O'Neill was on for two seasons, starting in 1990. Oh, 1990. So Cagney and Lacey ended before 1990? They were always winning the Emmy. It wasn't Time Daily always winning they the Emmy. They won for six years in a row, Mitch. Uh, one of them won the Best Actress Emmy. I think right. Tyne Daly had it four and Sharon Gless had it twice. And you know what? They deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were great. 88. They were great. It ended in 88. Ah. So wait, were you saying there was a surprise at the end? There was no, there was, there was an actress that I couldn't okay. believe she showed so up. So this is someone that was like, before she was famous, she yeah. was in this Sharon Glass project. Yes. She just had a scene. And then, and is she still famous now? Like she's still working? Um, you have not seen her in maybe uh, two years. But, That's not bad. But she was on a show that you watched. So she's a television actress. Oh. She, mostly, uh, mostly television. Is it Connie Britton? No, but that's not a bad pull, dude. Yeah. Okay. Dramatic or comedic? Uh, comedic. She's okay. She's comedic. Hmm. She was on a long running sitcom, huge show. <laughs> oh, huge. I was kidding. It's not Sofia Vergara because that makes no sense. <laughs> no, no, it's not her. <laughs> no, uh, but she was on a long running sitcom. Yeah, she was. Yeah. Um, that, that part of that clue is correct. <laughs> uh, I have a. I have a guess. Go ahead, Garen. Is it Courtney Cox? It is not. It is not. I'll just tell I'm you. I'm sorry, Courtney Cox Arquette? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Garen. Ben Jennifer Anderson. No, 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 no. It's not a French person. It okay. is, uh, uh, something more recent. No. I mean, God. This will give it away. They rebooted it. They rebooted it. Well, that doesn't give it away. That could be a million things. Valerie Burton. No, no that's, too, that's the wrong era. Oh, somebody from Full House? No. One of the stars, uh, the other star of the show has been in this room many times. Oh, oh it was Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Oh. Helen Hunt showed up. Wow. Helen Hunt. It was interesting like to see a, to see a very young Helen Hunt. Yeah. She was a child actress. Wasn't she in the uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun? Yeah, she's in that. And I remember her doing an after school special. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Well, I was surprised to see her and it was a, it was a, it was a welcome sight. That is fun. At two in the morning when I could sure. sleep I last night. Her. You love Helen Hunt. I mean, I used to. I haven't seen her in something. I used to love her when she was like mad about you. Mad about you is great. The, the time you, you really believe really, those two are married. <laughs> really. Oh yeah, that's right. They did reboot that. Yep. Yeah. I did not watch the reboot. It, wasn't it, it on was, Spectrum or it something? Was on like, Spectrum. It was like a, like a C-boot or a sequel boot. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I liked yeah. it too. There was some good stuff in it. Yeah. And Riser's great. I mean, Riser, yep. Riser, yes. Riser's flawless. And John Pink is a good actor. Flawless. Yes, yeah. he is. He is really good. Yeah, he's Rising, really yeah. good. He's a really good actor. It's infuriating how good he is. No, he's really good. Yeah, he deserves it. Right? <laughs> okay. 
Uh, all right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll go around the horn. We'll get everybody's answer. Uh, Mitch Silpa is here, and uh, why not? We deserve it. Hey, guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Mitch Silpa's on Twitter, at Mitch Silpa. And he's on Instagram, at Mitch Silpa Picks, P-I-C-S. So follow him in both of those places. And, oh, please follow his YouTube channel, uh, which I should have the address to. But just search M- Mitch Silpa on YouTube, uh, and you can see hilarious stuff that i enjoy watching i watch it over and over again because uh, he doesn't put up new stuff as much as i wish he would so go to the youtube channel and uh, enjoy his stuff there um jimmy is going to be at flappers physically in person on uh, june 11th at the yoohoo room he's shaking off the rust uh and uh, you can enjoy that i think uh, matt donahue is going to be there too it's gonna be a great show so go check that out if you're in the burbank area and uh, I don't know the exact date, but he's got another Zoom Room uh, Flapper show coming up in June. And uh, you can just go to flapperscomedy.com for info on both of those things. Finally, I want to point out that our YouTube channel, where uh, right now, <laughs> where right now lives, right now is about to live there. Our old web series, Right Now, which we did a few years ago um, for Nerdist, is going to uh, be on our YouTube channel coming up. So the first episode will go up next week. And we've got great comics on there, uh, great comics and great comedy writers uh, on both sides of the desk uh, on that show. Really fun stuff. I don't remember who's up first, but uh, someone like Kumail Nanjiani may poke his head in there. Or um, who's someone else? Greg Barrett. Greg Barrett. Yeah. I'm trying to... Josh Gondelman? Oh, Josh Comers. John Schauble did stand up on one of them. Yeah. These are they're really funny people. Uh, writing funny jokes for Jimmy to say uh, and stand-up sets uh, from some of your favorite comics and some of your favorite Never Not Funny guests. So check that out at youtube.com slash nevernotfunny. Enjoy. Hey, whether you have a small business or a big business, we know that uh, finding the right crew to surround yourself with is not easy to do. Well, here's a way to make that a little bit easier for you. Thank you to our friends, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo is the way to try ZipRecruiter right now for free. Just head over there. You know what? Even if you're not hiring, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. Check it out. It doesn't cost you anything. Just take a look at that. Just Yeah, if you always had an idea of like, I, you know, I could I could start a small business, mm-hmm. maybe hire a couple of people. We could, you know, get this thing off the ground. Get so, let's, let's make some widgets. Just go on there and see how easy it would be to hire the people you would need. What do you need? Like a an accountant? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do. You need a personal assistant? I do. You need a... I, well, I don't know, like a graphic designer, maybe. I do. Okay. Well, wait, are you are you starting a business? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, what is it? I should tell you that. I, by the way, I have all three of those things. Yes. I said I do two, three things. I actually do not need at the moment. <laughs> uh, but I am starting a business. I am selling bike chains. Oh. Strictly bike chains. Just the chain. Bikechains.com. Huh. It's my business. Are you manufacturing them yourself? I've got a team. Oh. Good team of folks. Where'd you uh, find those people? ZipRecruiter.com. Uh, yeah, you went on. You've said, "Look, I'm looking for me- yeah. uh, metal, metal. What are the? What's that called? A metal worker? Um, Someone who ZipRecruiter knows how to find the people they that forge. For. They forge the the pieces that you then mm-hmm. put together into a chain. I got a, a nice group of kids out in the garage making these things. Okay, good uh, luck. Good, good luck to you. And uh, by the way, if there is such a thing as BikeChain.com, uh, I don't own that. <laughs> so don't don't write the owner of that. That's your competitor. Thinking that it's me. What did I say? No, no, I don't know. I'm just saying in real life, that's your competitor. Uh, yes. So do not go there. Don't, don't support him. Don't not go there. And do not send that person emails uh, <laughs> thinking that you're writing me and having fun. Uh, I don't even know if it's a real thing. Uh, it but, probably is. But it probably is. And you know what? I think i got to get into the bike chain game. Yeah, you do. Uh, the way to do that is through ZipRecruiter. If you're hiring, ZipRecruiter is the way to do it. Once again, go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. 
Uh, listen, this is you. You know this, uh, Belknap and and Hochberg and myself. We love the Factor meals. In fact, Garen Cockrell's gotten on board with the Factor recently. Yeah, he's into it. I we, mean, who wouldn't like it? And once you try it, you go, "Hey, this is good stuff." Once you Factor, you can't go back there. Yeah, it's like that old Yo Gabba Gabba song. Try it, you'll like it. I never was on board with Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> And nothing has changed as I've gotten older. Yeah, in the, in the imagine, sixteen years since I've watched it, I've not gotten on board. I imagine it do, doesn't age well. It was very of the moment and very. I think it was hipster. very of the pre me. Like I think it was hipster even prior to me. What? Like before I had a kid. It, it, oh yeah, it, it sure. was prior to Oliver's. Where I don't. I don't know if it's even still around. I hope not. We don't have time to talk about it. <laughs> what's no, going on? With we're here together. to talk about factor. Yeah. Although you know what. Pop a factor into the microwave. Two minutes later, this baby's ready. Uh, you sit down, watch some Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> sure. Enjoy your factor. Yeah. Right? Get in there. Get the wiggles out. That's somebody else, right? No, that, oh, no that's them. Get your sillies out. Get your sillies out. Yeah. Wiggles are another kid's thing. Yeah. And those guys, I got no, I got no truck with those guys. Good. Uh, they've got over 35 different meals, more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. Various different, you know, look, if you want chicken, they got chicken. You want a beef thing, they got beef thing. You want to bump up to a to a gourmet meal, they got mm. filet mignon. Mm. They've got, uh, they, they had lobster the other day. Oh, my God. They got all this, all sorts of things over that. there. They got delicious things over there. Head to factormeals.com slash pardo50. Use code pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That is code pardo50 at factormeals.com slash pardo50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Factor, good food, fast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the show. 3014 uh, is the episode number. I don't know why. I, I, re, I reset. Let you know where you're at. You okay. know, let you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mitch Silpa is here. Now, Mitch is going to go to his, uh, his uh, get an allergy shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you allergic to? What do, what are you getting the shots for? I I'm your a, bullshit. I, yeah, yeah I'm, 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 I'm betting I'm betting you. That's what I'm allergic to. I, uh, uh, like some trees, grass, yeah. stuff, mm-hmm. pollen, yeah. dust mites, things like that. Thank God, not dogs, because I have oh, a dog. You love dog. Yeah. I love dogs. I love dogs. Everybody loved dogs. Everybody loved dogs. I love dogs. Dog. Could also have cat. <laughs> um, I had to stop getting my shots, Mitch, and I'll tell you why, because they uh, I am allergic to dogs. And as they were upping, you know, the uh, amount of whatever they give you to then tolerate being around dogs, uh, as I was uh, the last time, they, like my body didn't react well to it. I got very nauseated. Mm. And then Oliver was with me in the car. I had to pull over and uh, I'm literally vomiting out the car. Oh. And a and a uh, a uh, unhoused person walks back. Let it out, man! You gotta let it out. <laughs> supportive. Yeah, very supportive. Very supportive. <laughs> wow. That's why they tell you like after you gotta stay no, there. You're supposed to stay there. You're for supposed 15 to stay minutes, there. Yeah, but we, no one ever does. I'm like, see you later. Yeah. You gotta sign a waiver that uh, says uh, I'm not gonna stay. Oh, I never sign anything. I just well, leave. Well, <laughs> We're supposed to sign something. Well, at my place we did. Oh. And uh, but that, all that said, I should keep. I should still be going for the. Uh, Grass and pollen and all that. Yeah. Uh, I should be getting that shot. But the other one just was... Man, uh, the dog one? Oh. It's better to just sneeze and have a dog. Uh, no, it's better to avoid dogs like I've been doing my entire life. Oh, and I can't it's do gone that. Okay, well, you <laughs> I'd rather sneeze. <laughs> no, but it's not even sneezing. It's uh, you're, oh. you can't breathe. Yeah, yeah, that's bad. Uh, all right, let's check in with Garen Cockerell. He's over there at the Pop Goldsby's Info Desk. Sponsored by Lemon Ice Teas. Head over to Lemon Ice Teas or Mock Band Teas and get yourself two t-shirts. You buy two, you get a Pardo or a Never Not Funny shirt for free. Uh, so go on over there and uh, support uh, Mario and his uh, company. Uh, uh, good stuff over there. Comfortable, stylish shirts. Uh, hi, Garen. Hello. Now, Garen, I apologize. We're on a t- we're on a tight we got a tight schedule here. 
totally fine. Very tight. Garen, of course, the producer of the hit podcast, How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. So, um, and um, uh, just listen to the most recent episode. Fantastic. Thank you. You do a great job over there. Doing a- and don't forget his newest credit. He was recently named funnier than Pete Davidson. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I do. And also, he's a finalist, a quarter finalist in that uh, screenwriting contest. In that screenwriting yeah. contest. So yeah, oh. everything's coming up, Garen, right now. Congratulations! <laughs> Thanks. Look yeah. at that. And he just had a birthday. Garen just had a birthday over Happy the weekend. Birthday. We did Thank nothing you. for him except badly sing on a live stream. Yeah, that's something. I that was plenty. I, Wait a minute. We gave him Paul McCartney. Yeah, tickets. go fuck yourself. We gave you Paul <laughs> McCartney I didn't tickets. Say anything. How dare you fucking say? <laughs> <laughs> we gave you fucking god damn it Garen Garen this is really nothing. really thoughtless thank them oh man Pete <laughs> Davidson's funnier than I am now but thank you very much Pete Davidson's probably hung out with Paul McCartney yeah probably oh, oh definitely yeah. Yeah, come on who leaves first <laughs> who what who leaves that, M- that gathering first McCartney's gone right yeah. he doesn't stick around to yeah with Paul. no, no they, they've hung out in the sense that they've both been at the, the at 30 Rock at the same time and maybe chit-chatted but it wasn't a, it wasn't a scheduled hangout between the two of them. <laughs> Did you live in New York for two years doing that? No, it's two weeks. I worked. Oh, two on, weeks. It was just a guest writing thing. Yeah, I, they put me up someplace. Oh, they did. Yeah, a really nice. kind of shitty place, but I mean, it was free. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was. So, it was. It who, was were, who were the guests of the two weeks you did it? It was Sterling K. Brown and it was Bill Hader. Oh, that's a nice week. Yeah, a Bill, a Bill Hader was like yes. The one to he's. Did you know him from L.A. before? I never oh, met okay. him before. Because he was in the our world a little yeah. bit, I think. Was yeah. he an I.O. guy? Like, what, what, I don't remember. I, he, I think he was friends with Adomian, maybe. Like, I remember there was yes, like a moment. Yes, he was friends with Adomian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was super nice. Mm. I really liked him. I'm glad to hear that. We're both drinking yeah. water at the same time. Yeah, that was. We uh, thought there was going to be more to that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can go on. <laughs> no, we're good. Uh, Garen, do you have a guess here? Remember, the question is what? What was the song playing over to the opening credits and supersize me? I have seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember one second of it. I think he goes to a drive-through at some point. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that's the film, right? It yeah. eats a lot. By the way, I'm going to be over laughing at a lot of things he says from now on just to bump up his numbers. You're an asshole. <laughs> you are an Just asshole. so you know. If, you're, if it seems weird, don't. All right. So now that I understand it. My guess <laughs> is. <laughs> Drive through. <laughs> Go right ahead, sir. Fat by Weird Al. Fat by Weird Al is your guess. Oh, wow. Uh, that's not bad. It's mm. an interesting guess. We'll I think find that out might if it's be that. Hmm. Uh, let's well, let's say hello to the hound. He's back there behind the sushi Whoa. bar. Right, sushi bar? Sushi desk. Sushi desk. Yeah. Sushi desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, what did you guys think of the musical act on SNL this week? I like her. I or liked the band. I liked the band. I don't think she's, I don't, I didn't care for her voice, to be honest with you, but mm-hmm. I liked both songs. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, you got to watch it. Japanese yeah. Breakfast was the band. Yeah, Japanese oh. Breakfast was the, uh, the outfit that I had not heard of until that moment. Mm. I will watch it tonight. Um, Is that where you jack off into someone's eggs? <laughs> Come on. Dude. Even I can't laugh at that. And you know I have I have a dog in the fight. <laughs> uh, well, we wish you luck on your guest. Uh, but again, we're over to the hound. He's behind the uh, sushi. Hello again. Uh, Elliot, another new shirt? Uh, this is uh, not a... This shirt has appeared before. Oh, it has? Yeah. I don't I'm, remember I'm, this I'm shirt. Com- I'm coming back around. All right. Did you, uh, did you just go to Ross and just buy the whole rack? I just... As I've said, it's kind of become a little bit of a hobby. You can't look. I didn't get all the shirts on the same day because they don't. You know, the selection changes. I know how Ross works, and so uh, so I've I found excuses why I had to go get this or that. You know, I had to get some. Uh, I'm I'm a extra large underwear guy now. Oh, oh. which is uh, yeah. Maybe I always was actually. I just didn't maybe realize it. 
that's also possible. I got news for you. I'm a large because of the size of my caboose, mm. and you wouldn't think I'd be That's a large. Crazy, yeah. I'm a large. Yeah. They're 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 tight across the ass, but like loose in the front because uh, awkward. It's I should not be wearing a what large. What about the waist? Though isn't uh, the waist too loose? Waist can be a little. Well, not at, not at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe you need them tailored. <laughs> Tailor my underpants. <laughs> they must make big ass underwear for men. Oh, that's interesting. I oh, think, I'm sure they. I think you just buy it on. Maybe uh, maybe you need to buy uh, some boy shorts. You know, like because the, 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 the lady, the lady, the ladies have. Like, I think Victoria's Secret sells these where they're they're men's underwear, but they're designed for women, and women tend to have a larger. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. Oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, the boyfriend. I know what you're saying. Something now. like that. I, I think boy shorts is the wrong term. Yeah, the the boyfriend. Uh, like they have. Yeah, there's that's a thing. Well, uh, they also I, have underwear that make your ass bigger too. I don't need <laughs> yes, that. Yes, they have pockets. And, I don't need you know, that. Inserts. I have do. you tried Spanx? <laughs> um. No, they have man spanks. Yeah, I know. I understand. What the fuck's the matter with you guys? I'm telling you, what? Jimmy, they have. Man- just, why are you arguing with me? I'm just telling you, got to wear large. That's all I said. All of a sudden, now you I guys want to make sure you're comfortable outfits. in every. Uh, Can I tell aspect. you something? I said this on my live stream on Friday night. I'll, t- I'll share with you guys. I'm currently wearing a jock strap. I've got. Uh, oh, got to wear a jock strap. I ordered many, many different versions from uh, Amazon. Why? You, uh, I got a uh, situation. Oh, is uh, it a jockstrap and underwear? Or? Yeah, jockstrap and underwear. Which goes on top? Oh. Uh, they recommend you go jockstrap then underpants, but sometimes they do the opposite. Mm. Just to show them? Yeah, just to show them. <laughs> 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 By the way, it's only been for, uh, since uh, Wednesday of last week. Yeah. Uh, I had to. Uh, that seems crazy unless you're wearing loose boxers that you would put them under. Uh, that you put the jockstrap under the underwear. well, if you put it over, then the the, the under the underpants kind of because bunch up, uh, yeah, bunches yeah. up and gather. It almost just seems like you shouldn't wear both. Just just wear the jockstrap. No, yeah, but then you no, got, no, then you got the, out ass. Then you got ba- you got bare ass going up against your pants. They yeah, have they sure. have though. Yeah. Do they not have jockstrap underwear? In other Can words? I, let me tell you something. Uh, and I said this on my live stream. The jockstrap underwear because I ordered all this stuff. Okay, you got to test the jockstrap underwear is uh, maybe for a different lifestyle. Oh, I believe it is to uh, enhance the uh, the experience. Oh, they are someone's uh, tiptoeing around something here. They're very, they're very. Uh, they, they lean sexy more than athletic supporter. Okay, so it's 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 Crank. more like a uh, cod piece. It's uh, it's more of a uh, what it's, do they call those uh, banana uh, banana banana hammock. It's more it's, of it, that. It's banana male, maverick. It's male lingerie. It's male lingerie. Okay. It's male lingerie. That's a thank you, Matt. You're oh, welcome. it's like, so do you guys, probably, do you remember, does anybody remember International Mail? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like something you'd find in International I've never went in there because I. Uh, well, you didn't have to. You get, I just got the catalog. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I know we have to get out of here. Yes. But my dad went to a, uh, one of, I, surprising in retrospect, he went to a, a, a hairstylist, one's got to assume, uh, where I think they were also called International Mail. Oh. And when you went into, the, it was in Brentwood, when you went in there, they had pictures of parts of men. Like these big photos of of disconnected parts of men. It was uh, yeah. it was unusual. That is unusual. Yeah. That's kind of frightening. That's like yeah. something a serial killer would yeah. do. <laughs> I feel like I was walking to Sweeney Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, what's your? You brought it up. What's your favorite musical of all time? Yeah, my favorite musical, uh, live or movie? Oh, see, because I agree with mm. you. Movies, what? Singing in the Rain, probably. Singing in the Rain. Oh, well, I think Singing in the Rain is the best right. movie ever made. No. It's a great movie. Um, that dream sequence gets a little fucking. But 
Uh, the, uh, <laughs> oh, the dream oh. sequence. Well, it's like you forget it's in there. Yeah, and you, you watch the movie, and there's movies like that that you remember being great, and then you your brain blocks out. Like for me, Bridges in Madison County, in my brain is like that's a great movie, and then I watch and go, oh yeah, there's all this stuff with the adult kids mm. that is awful, <laughs> awful. Agreed. Um, but you just block it out. Ah, uh, favorite musical of all time. I love Les Mis. Yeah. Um, that. I wonder if that's my favorite. Sounds like I mean, Hamilton's be. kind of a, a masterpiece. Yeah. It is a masterpiece. It's not my favorite, but it's it's but a masterpiece. I, I mean, Les Mis makes me sob. Yeah, me too. Like from beginning to end, <laughs> it's it's great. I'll just uh, stick All right. with Les Mis. We'll on Les Mis. Cool. All right. Speaking of getting answers, let's check in with the Hound. Sure. Uh, what song is playing over the opening credits of Supersize Me? I, I have a, a surprisingly similar answer, but not the same one. You got to eat it. I have eat it. <gasps> Oh, shit. Those are good answers. Those are good answers. Mitch, what do you got? Okay, I wrote down two things, but my number one thing, they both kind of are not going to be it. All right. But the number one is I Want Candy. I Want Candy. Uh, by so Bow Wow Wow. Yeah, it's an upbeat way yeah. to start it. Mm-hmm. And do you want the number two? Yeah, give us your number two. Sugar, sugar. <laughs> oh, by the Archies. Yeah, by the Archies. Sugar, sugar. Both upbeat ways they to are. start. Upbeat. Dark. Let's check in with Matt Belknap. Matt, uh, your guess. I'm in sync with uh, the hound today. I also said eat it. Oh, I showed you my bet. And you know what? I didn't see it. And you know what I bet? You know what I wrote? Eat it. Weird Al's fat. Okay. Wow, so we got, got two oh, fats and two eat it. Now, yeah. since we talked about our secondary ones, my secondary one was going to be Cheeseburger in Paradise. Oh, that's that. a, that's not bad. That my good my second one was eat it. Okay. Let's find out together. Okay. Be- okay. I, because I, that's your second one, it's going to be eat it. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> probably right. The history of this show. Well, says, what was your first, what was your gut first instinct? Fat. Okay. That was my gut instinct. Okay, so maybe it is fat. Yeah. Uh, I feel like eat it. It feels right. Yeah, it does. Yeah. All right, here we go. You ready? I want candy, but kind of makes no sense. <laughs> you're, no, no. You got a sugar no, your guesses are awful. <laughs> we were humoring you. We were, we were being polite to our guest. <laughs> Thank you. I so appreciate two it. Two of the worst ever in the history of this game. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right, here we go. You ready? Your answer. Queens Fat Bottom Girls. What? We watched How'd they Super- get it? Uh, here's a, all right, now Oliver always gives a that little... Was uh, the- Fucking uh, that's terrible. That's really bad. <laughs> what a letdown. Uh, here is uh, here's Oliver's uh, okay. thing. Uh, so uh, we watched Supersize Me in health class, and I am not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Every day he gets excited and is like, "Oh boy, this shake looks delicious!" And then ten minutes later, is whining about how it hurts his stomach, and he's throwing up. The next day, he's like, oh, boy, look at these uh, nugget, McNuggets. Look delicious. Then 10 minutes later, he's whining about how his stomach hurts, and he's throwing up. Also, the entire time, I thought, I can go for a Big Mac right now. <laughs> that's great. So, that's uh, a perfect review. So nobody got it. Nobody yeah. got it. Uh, nobody got it. But that's a good a Not a bummer. God, it's a bet time. Darn it. Yeah. That's uh, a lame pick. For the song, yeah. For the song. Yeah. movie, yeah, it's not a very good movie. <laughs> let's, let's just. But it was one of the. Fo- it got a lot of uh, attention. Attention. Did it, did it win the Oscar like that? Did it win the Oscar? I don't have, think it did. You don't I, think it won I, Best Documentary? I, it was up for. It was nominated. I feel like for. that was. Uh, yeah, like remember, like that was sort of the the dawn of the popular documentary. I feel like there was, yeah. you know, like Michael Moore was doing his thing too, but. I feel like the popular ones tended to not win Oscars, uh, even when they were great. And it was like, how could you not give it to the one that everyone saw and right. was good? And they're like, no, no, there's turns out there's another Holocaust <laughs> documentary yeah, that we need to were winning every year. Yeah. Uh, and again, I mentioned this on the live stream. I'm watching the double next door. Yeah. Which is uh, just, a, it's a, a amazing. Do- it's amazing documentary. Uh, but again, the images are just, yeah. just awful. Yeah. It's awful. That's a tough pitch. You know, you see, it's, it's really, you, you see, 
these images, and then, and then when you when you know somebody who's a Holocaust denier, you're like, are you what are your fight? You're you're just fucking nuts. Then right you're now. just nuts. Yeah, no, it never happened. Shut up, idiots. Garen, uh, did did it win the Oscar? Super Size Me. Uh, it did not. Was it nominated? It was nominated. I'm trying to get to its. Uh, yeah, who won that year? I wonder. All right, while he looks that up, let's give let's give our let's give our points. Uh, Elliot, what'd you bet? Eight, eight. Mitch, fourteen, fourteen. Matt, twenty-four. Oh boy. Jimmy, twenty-three. Oh boy, it's all gonna Confident. come out of Garen. So wait, who wait, who had who had eight? You I had did. eight. What's Garen? What's Garen? Garen, what'd you bet? Seventeen. Seventeen. Oh. Hey, that means Elliot wins. So then wow. I played this one. Where is it? Where do I have it? Oh, we gotta go. Uh, yeah, we gotta go. Uh, it doesn't. Maybe matter. just don't play it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, you're, you're, like you're, you're the champion. Another Queen song. Uh, yeah. Apropos. Oh, I know. I was gonna do the uh, the other one. Rocky, Rocky Road. Road. Rocky oh yeah, Rocky Road. Of course. Rocky Road. Uh, well, congratulations, Elliot. Enjoy your five dollars. Uh, what one <laughs> documentary before we go? Uh, oh, born here. into brothels, Calcutta's Red Light Kids. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, remember that one? I do. Do you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember the title. I'm a documentary junkie. Not really. You ever meet those people? Oh, a documentary junkie. That's all the. Remember, remember, Gil Martin at one point had seen every documentary on Netflix. Yes, and it was like when Whoa. there was yeah, a manageable number of them. <laughs> what was that great spelling bee one? Oh yeah, spellbound. Was that was the call? What was that? Yeah, called? maybe Spe- spellbound. Spellbound. Yeah, it was, yeah, so it was good. good. It was yeah. a good one. Yeah, I like that one. It's, it's hard to make. I mean, you got to go out of your way to make a bad documentary. <laughs> I've seen them. Huh. Yeah, I know. I have too. What's funny is when we were kids, they'd force you to watch them at school, yeah. and they were terrible. They were so boring. And now it's like, how? Why did you make them so boring? <laughs> like, why right. Now they're them? great. Yeah. yeah. I guess it was like because it was considered important and serious. It was like they cannot be entertaining in any way. But now it's like they no. had no humor to them. Right. Yeah. They're just like some man. It wasn't you. fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, Elliot. What happened? Did, did a ghost just goose you? I, I, I thought I saw Julie Roberts in the doorway. <laughs> Wait, was that on the air? I don't yeah. think that was on oh, the air. Oh, that wasn't on the air? Was oh, that was off the air. <laughs> God, I love that the audience will now go, what, what? the fuck were they oh. talking about off the air? That was Watch uh, the movie Mother's Day. Yeah, That's watch the movie Mother's Day. That's, part where That's what we door. talked about off the air, Mother's Day. Gary Marshall's Mother's Day. Yeah. Uh, Mitch, thank you for being here. My pleasure. A joy. Just a joy to see you. You, you, you bring a smile to my face the second i see you thank you i do enjoy smith mitch silpa is his name i know oh you know <laughs> uh thanks for listening everybody thank you for subscribing thanks for uh whatever living you're at whether it's free or all the way up to the crazy 100 bucks a, a month we appreciate your patronage we appreciate you liking this show uh it gives me a reason to wake up every day and uh and come here and be fun. Is that a good sentence? Sure. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a good come sentence. Here and be a, little, fun. a little sad. It was a little sad. <laughs> I, I, I guess that's why I, I felt uh, it, it seemed unnecessarily. Go ahead and you're, you're like SNL. You're becoming very maudlin and very <laughs> sentimental <laughs> in your uh, old age. Did we all hear Garen rip that piece of paper up? Uh-huh. It wasn't supposed to do that. That was to the be fair. That's ridiculous how <laughs> loud that was. It's like you ridiculous. put your mic in front of it to do it. <laughs> It was the weirdest. Never ever has it made that noise. No, the first time. Right? Like, look at this. Mitch has to go, but if I do, it's fine. No, no. He, his, he, did you pull it up? He by leaned the mic? into it, and his mic no, was right on top. That was literally looked at it and pulled it. Yeah, that was crazy. All right, I can I, I, now. I want to try it. Yeah, give it a try, Mitch. It wasn't that. No. It was more like this. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. It's like those old radio <laughs> shows. You know. Yeah, we're doing fully work. Oh, it's a fireplace. Oh, fireplace. fireplace. Yeah. 
Fireplace at Ivy. Piano nearby. Nobody wants to hear this. <laughs> I'll be having the pop culture music over there. The loud one, Garen Cockrell, behind the uh, sushi desk. That's the Hound Elliot Hopeberg. The Hunter Matt Belknap, our friend Mitch Silpa. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK 47, gone, not forgot. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hopeberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2022 Never Not Funny, LLC.